Are you happy? There's just so for many. Me? There's so many quotables. Why is like that, Bitch, are you happy for Bro, me? Bro, there's so many quotables in this <laughs> album, man. Face, but are you happy? Why is he saying that? I'm on the way. Are you happy <laughs> for me? That's how I imagine him doing his posture when he says it. Are you happy for me? Why is he talking like that, bro? Bitch, happy for me. All right, cool with it. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 72 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yo. And myself, Yummy. And today we're joined by a special guest, a returning guest, family, big bro, Ooh. one half of the This Could End Terribly podcast. Yeah, yeah. We welcome back Abby Ade hey. to the pod. Thank you for having me. Long what, time coming. welcome. Yeah, no, I've missed you guys. It's been a minute, man. It's been a little while, yeah, man. 60 yeah, episodes yeah, ago. Thanks, right. hey, man. Old swear. Yeah, it was that like episode, you were our first guest. I think it was like episode 12 or something. Wild, Wild style. Yeah, Wild like style. Yeah. Yeah, Studio man. changed everything. That was free, <laughs> that was free everything Kims, isn't it? What? That was free Kims. Free Kims. Yeah, 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 J. Cole, yeah. Industry Plants. Yeah, yeah. That, that was stuff. good times, good times. You man got me in trouble on that episode. You should have. Oh, yeah. Did you get in trouble? Georgia Smith. Hey, man. Hey, man. Shout Hey, listen. Let me not. Anyway, boys, how you doing today? Blessed and highly favoured, man. Got it all the time? Bro? All the time, God is good. Can't complain, can't complain. Yeah, man, very much blessed, very much blessed. Shout out to Drakes, in the cup. Done now, done now. You good, Drakes? He's comfy. He's stressed because of Arsenal, bro. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the Arsenal fans listening right now. Um, you bottled the thing. One game a week. One game a week. I'm That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. You good, Mo? I'm not batting. You sure? I've never seen somebody so like upset watching a game of football. Then Mo in Sweden the other week <laughs> when, when the North London derby ran away from man. There's a lot going on. Man there's said he's into rugby now. <laughs> ah, there's a lot going on. The guy on. from football is long. back to yard. I really wanted to leave, by the way. I got held hostage, but that's neither here nor there. Held hostage. Tried to leave twice. <laughs> that shit was depressing, but. That was hilarious, bro. Very funny. I wish we were there for Newcastle. That Don't worry, man. I'll come back to Champions League final. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Where I were you? Can never you. Be. Yeah, 100%, bro. Same. Allow it. One thing happened. Let Bez even score. Oh. oh that's hey, man. Oh. Against VVD. Oh, VVD. Don't do that. You didn't no. even believe that. Even believe <laughs> you know what I mean? There was no bass in your there voice. Was no <laughs> <laughs> at all, bro. Imagine the whole Bezima. Bezima that's played everyone from real further than to Nemo on your village. He's not going to get shook up. It's, it's not VVD, though. It's not VVD, though. Not at all. Yeah, not even Matip. Joe Matip, bro. Ferdinand's better than VVD. Ferdinand? Real Ferdinand? VVD's right, got cool. the ponytail and the waves. You think talk about better? it. We'll talk about it after the party. Yeah. VVD's better than your friend. He's the goat. Yeah. How are you, Yemi? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm cool, man. I'm blessed. I'm ready to pod. Hey, yeah. With my see. brothers. And uh, ready to get down to it. It's going to be a special episode, it's I feel like. Oh, I feel like it's going to be a big one. Yeah, baby. But let's get the formalities out of the way. Shout out to SoundCloud Massive. Mm. Shout, out to <laughs> shout out to Spotify Massive. Mm. The Apple Podcast Massive. Mm. The Amazon Music Massive. Mm. And the YouTube Massive hey, as hey, hey. well. <laughs> Sorry, we do that on my thing. You, yeah, you really brought the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the TCT He's energy. He's a proper podcaster yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh fully, yeah, fully, yeah, fully, yeah, fully, yeah, fully, yeah, fully, fully. Before we get into it, shout out Johnny as well. Johnny Vivas, yeah, the Johnny, other half man. of This Could End Terribly. He's all right. He all right. He all right. And salute 30k streams. Oh, oh salute man. to you. Come on. 
Speak on that, it brother. Is a, it is a group effort, uh, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I just record a podcast. Uh, if we get streams, it is good, uh, but I'm a team player. Uh, it's not about the individual wins. That's a, that's a generic answer <laughs> I mean he sounds like someone familiar though. Every I've, been watching, every I've, been watching, not, I've been watching a few interviews nah but big up everybody who's been supporting the thing in it this kid ends terribly it's, uh, it's another good podcast from the Abiades yeah we try our best hey, man. we try our best our, par- our parents must be so proud oh yeah for sure shout out Mumsy man well, of course the podcasters <laughs> why you gotta say it like that I don't know, Listen, I don't know. When, when the money comes in then you know it is what it is. Inshallah. She now she now asks, "Are you recording today?" So that's progress. Oh, shout out, Mumsy. Yeah, man, that's, <laughs> pro- that's progress. At first, she didn't understand, but now she's like, "You recording?" So yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's all good. 100. But let's get down to the nitty gritty. The first topic, and we're going to review one of the most anticipated mm. albums, not only of the year. Mm. Maybe of the last two. Mm. It's the Wait, no, no, no. We've had. no. It's 1,855 days, in fact. Wow, you actually Ooh. know the number. Yeah, it's the biggest album drop we've had. Easily. The, the most anticipated album drop in a long ass time, probably Ooh. since we started this pod. Easy, yeah. We are going to be talking about dissecting, mm. highlighting, about talking about one Kendrick Lamar's new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm. Kung Fu Kenny. Doesn't he do this on the album a lot? He does. Steppers, a, lot ta- a lot of tap <laughs> dancing. But we ain't tap not. dancing around nothing today. We're getting straight to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to nitty gritty. Right. Mm. Kendrick Lamar. Where do we start with Kendrick Lamar? Oh, man. Com- Compton, California's finest. Mm. Um, been in the game for a long ass time. Mm. Has classics upon classics. Mm. Talk about it. You could start going all the way back to 2011. Mm. Section 80. It's where the love affair began. Where the love ADHD. affair began. Rigor mortis. Yes. Whew. Yes. Fuck your ethnicity. High power. Oh, yo, high power. Fuck, fuck your ethnicity, yo. It was one of my... You know, you asked me the other day, like, yeah. which song can you live without? Or couldn't you live yeah. without? That's on my top. And that's said yes. high power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. The foundation. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Then we take it to Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, Talk about it. The instant classic that it was. Uh, yuck, contrary, yuck, yuck, contrary, yuck. To, contrary to Peter's belief. Backseat freestyle. Wait, what? Contrary to Peter's belief. Wait, you got a Good Kid, Mad City view? No, I just said it wasn't an instant classic. Right. It was an Yeah, me carry on. There's going to be mad fights. It, I said then, it, oh, man, no, 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 no. He is evil villain today. Oh, I, then, I see what time Yes, yeah, I see what time He even had this view, though. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. instant what? The instant classic. It was an instant classic. That was good kid, Mad City. I mean... That's a fact. That was an instant classic. And then, going away for a minute and following it up with the Pimper Butterfly. If these walls could talk. Another instant Sorry. classic you could no, argue. That was perfect. All Another right. instant classic you could argue. Right, yeah. One of the most yeah. important oh. albums of the 2010s, if not the most important album. Mortal Man on that as well. He then went away, to, he then went away again mm. and came back and gave you damn. Oh. I don't give a fuck. No. I don't give a fuck. I don't. Come on. Man said, if doing? I gotta slap a pussy ass, I'm gonna make it look sexy. He did. Duckworth. Pride. Duckworth. When are they gonna put respect on man? XXX, even he even made, he even had Bono sounding sexy, <laughs> and then he went away again, and the, the whole world was wondering when the next K dot dropping, and then maybe about a week or so ago, on a Monday, I wake up and I find a new Kendrick drop, the Heart Part Five, the Heart Part Five, and it's video in which he morphs into various. Figures, yo. Can I just say? Culture. Can I just say, yo, that deep fake stuff is gonna get man in trouble. It's gonna get people yeah, in trouble. Yeah, fully. Man. It's gonna get people fully. 
Because it had the mannerisms in which they move as well. Like, if you got, mannerism was yo, yo, if like a woman or whoever wants to like orchestrate a divorce and be like, you cheated. And you're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, what is this? Boom. What are you meant to do? Yeah, man. Because it was the, the, the way they were moving their head. Fam, yeah. He looked like Will Smith. Like, Fam, he, he, moved, he moved. It, it, was, just, it, it, like it was them. He yes. moved into Will Smith, yeah, anyway. Kanye West, OJ Simpson, Jesse Smollett, Nipsey Hussle. Is there someone else? Kobe. Kobe. Kobe as well. Yeah. And that just got the internet on fire. Hyped Amazing. for this new drop. What a guy. And then four days later, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers dropped. And here we are. It is a double album. Nine tracks apiece. Mm. Clocking at about an hour, 20 minutes. Mm. And it contains features by the likes of his cousin and player partner, Baby Keem. Future goat. <laughs> Hot take. Um, Kodak Black. Summer Walker, Ghostface Killer, Sampha, Blast, Amanda Reefer, Tana Leone, Beth Gibbons from Portishead, Sam Jew, and a bag others. Yeah, that Sam Jew's got a voice, but a hell of a he voice. He used to work with Wale quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. oh, okay. Sweet. <coughs> and production by the likes of Soundwave, mm, DJ yeah, Dahi, Beach Noise, Deval Timothy, Boy Wonder. You know, I know Deval Timothy. Yes. Yeah, you know, his uh, brother, well, I, I almost did some music with him back in the day, but Deval Timothy is an amazing producer, uh, songwriter, and his brother, Miles Timothy, used to go by the name of Crazy Bandit and used to be like a grime artist, but they're from Southeast, so shout out Southeast. Mm. I would like to say another win for Nigeria, but they're actually from Sierra Leone. I mean... Salute to Sierra Leone. So you salute to Sierra Leone. I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel you. Shout out to Deval Timothy as well, but we're going to get into that. But the time has come, boys. Mm. The time has Kendrick, come. Kendrick has released another album. I want to go off the bat and say it, it's it, it's a tough album mm. in a sense of what he's talking about because he very much following his artistic tradition of like kind of looking within himself and looking outward in his environment and looking at you know survivors, guilt, uh, grief, you know life, death, riches, and all that good stuff. He's kind of back into that lane, but it's very much in the vein of like. A therapy session for him like there's themes throughout this album where you know you have his wife Whitney Alford kind of in, in instructing him to go to therapy you have the teachings of um German philosopher Eckhart Tolle um kind of soundtracking the album as well and he's very much looking inwards it sounds like to me it's his most personal album for a lot of reasons that we're going to get into but boys <laughs> Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers what do we think the floor is open who wants to start? You, can. you might want me to start. I'll start. Yeah, that's that's fine. Go true. Um, so talk, first of all, before you start, yeah, talk for your expectations for this album, if there were any. I didn't have any, man. It's Kendrick. Liar. It's, it's, it's not seriously. <laughs> Liar. I didn't. I didn't have any. You can't with Kendrick because you just don't know where he's going to go artistically. So it's difficult to have any expectations. I expected, actually, no, tell him that. I expected quality music because it's Kendrick in it and his record at the moment is, you know, he ain't got no L's in it. So. I expected some quality music, but um, so you man kind of know my process with regards to artists releasing <coughs> albums. I stay away from the singles. So when he dropped The Heart Part 5 and everybody was kind of buzzing and talking about it, I kind of stayed away from it because I wanted to wait to see if it was going to be on the album. And then when I saw that it wasn't on the album, I thought I could listen to it. But by the time that had come around, the album was out. Mm. So I went back and I listened to The Heart Part 5 and I watched the video and I was like, yo, this is fucking amazing. I absolutely loved the video, bro, and he was spitting. He was really spitting, man. And I felt like he was um, talking to the hood. And um, I just loved the perspective that he was coming from on that track. So boom, 
I listened to that song. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm ready for this album. Um, and actually, before I started pressing play, I was kind of surprised it wasn't on the album because I just thought it was that great of a song. He usually doesn't put the hearts. Yeah, he doesn't put the hearts on the album. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I know, but I just yeah. thought because it was so close to the release of the album, it was going to be on there, but it wasn't. So um, I listened to the album. Um, I give it the once over. And I think Nii had actually called me the day after I'd listened to it. And my initial feeling was just that I weren't sure. I was kind of conflicted. I, I, like, I felt like it was, it, was it, was it was a beautiful album in parts, very beautiful. The content felt like his best to date. It felt like he had dug to a place that he hadn't done before. And he's given us personal songs, but I just felt like he took it to a whole nother point. And I think the added element of him going to therapy probably helps in that respect as well. Um, but my initial feeling was I wasn't sure about the production which made the flows um, and the lyrics a bit difficult to take in. Even though I enjoyed the content, the delivery of the content was quite tough to take in. Um, I, I really enjoyed the messages throughout the album on the first listen, but I don't know, there just still wasn't, I still couldn't give you a definitive, yo, I love this album. I loved what the messages were, but I couldn't say I loved this album and the music behind it. So um, I kind of walked away from it like, ah, I'm not sure. And then um, I went back to it and, um, I felt the same way. I still felt the same. I, I think I um I took in more of the messages. The lyrics were hitting me a bit more. I was like, All right, cool. You know what I mean? I, I have an even deeper appreciation of what he was doing in the album. And then um on the third listen, something kind of tweaked where songs that I weren't really feeling to begin with, I started quite enjoying. But I still can't say I love this album. Though. I know it's a good album. I know it is. But I can't say that I will go. Why back are you to it forcing much. yourself? No, I'm not forcing myself. It's Kendrick. So there are times where I need multiple listens. But um, yeah, I, I can't say I love this album though. But I know it's a good album. But can you definitively say that you like it? Um, I like moments. Listen? You like moments? Yeah, yeah, I like moments. Yeah, there were songs that he, like Auntie's Diaries, I love. Father Time, I love. Um, we Cry Together, I love. Do you know what I mean? So there are songs that I, I enjoy, but then there are songs where. I'm not feeling the, the production behind it. Like United in Grief, I think it's called. The first tune. I weren't feeling that. You weren't feeling United in Grief. Nah, bro. It was, it, was, it, was, it was all over the place. I grieve different. Yo, nah, he man. Out that song. The lyrics were great, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the music behind it just was a bit all over the place to me, man. And I felt like it was very staccato jazz. And I love jazz, but it just weren't really for me. I, just, I weren't feeling it. And then um, N95, I was like, yo, bro, what the like fuck N95? is this, man? Like, Fam, you're what? You're, you like I, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Take it off. You didn't like it. I felt like, yo, baby. <laughs> I, I, I felt like he was doing a favor for Baby Keem. Like, Baby Keem produced the thing. That's his cousin. Let's, let's rap to this. That's how I felt. You know, okay. N95 was made two years ago as well, by the way. Yeah. In Peter's the video, the video was made two years ago. In Peter's defense, I didn't love N95 to begin with when I first heard it. Yeah. I didn't love it. It's, it's grown on me. Yo, so N95, that video has probably about, got about 15 million views on YouTube right now. I easily gave it about 5 million views. <laughs> Easily. It's a hell of a video. I'll say um, that much. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But you... Damn. Yeah, man. I, 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 don't, I don't think I like it. You man. think it's going to take you a couple more listens to appreciate? or you Pro Maybe so. Maybe, maybe so, man. Because Jesus was a... That was a, that was a grower for me. Jesus. Do you know what I mean? That was, a, that was a definitely a grower for me. And I remember when Nii first listened to it, he was like, yo, this might be the Jesus in his catalogue. Um, and at times, it kind of gave me that feel. And it also gave me 444 feel, but a deeper version of that. Um, but from the, the musicality standpoint, it was definitely... Diff very different to what he's already given us and maybe that's what has thrown me off and maybe that's why it's taken me a bit longer to to get into it but at the moment I don't think I like it 
And that's, it's hard because I'm conflicted with it because I love the content. Content-wise, I think it might be his best album. You just don't like the reason but, why but, I asked but, but, why. But the music behind it, I don't know, man. The reason why I asked why are you forcing it in my Nigerian accent was because I feel like a lot of people feel like they kind of have to like a Kendrick thing. And like, you don't have to like, like it. Oh, absolutely. Like, you don't have to like absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, but there's, there are albums that like in the initial like first two, three listens, I don't like. And then years later- I mean, I'll judge you for not liking it <laughs> for the rest of your life. But, yeah, I feel you. But, you know, you but sometimes it takes longer to for, for things, for you to get things and for things to hit you. So I think it may be a case bro. here. Because damn, bro. damn, I, was, I think I was the same with damn. I didn't like damn straight away. Wow. Yeah, it took me a while. And I was like, yo, I fucking love that. I don't think it's a classic, but I love it though. I hear you. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know what this up. At the moment, I don't like it. Damn. damn. Yeah. That is. And he's, and he's talking about very important things. Bro, I love so this. It's, album. it's hard. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm the opposite, bro. Mm. I love this album. I think Kendrick done the hardest thing in the world for me, which is telling the world about himself without being arrogant. Mm. And then telling the world about himself without it being too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like he balanced it perfectly, having a mirror to the world, like, this is what you lot are. And you lot are all, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, the world we live in now, and they're telling us everything that he lived through. Whether it was Auntie Diaries, whether it was, is it Rich Stories? Yeah, man. And then whether it was N95. Mm. The first half of it, I definitely got the big steppers. And then the second half, I was saying Mr. Morale. Yeah. I think it was kind of flipped in the way he mm. worded it. But I loved everything about this album. The flow changed, the way he's, the way he was messing with his voice. I don't think anyone could do that better than Kendrick as well. I think the way Kendrick changes his voice, depending on the song, I don't think anybody's doing that better than him right now in terms of rapping. And this album grew on me, by the way. I didn't, first time I heard it, it's a heavy listen. Mm. This album's a heavy listen. Talk about what he's talking about, whether it was LGBT, whether it was domestic violence, whether it's poverty, police brutality, it's a heavy listen. But to me, just we're going to deep into it more later, but just how I feel now, I've gone back to this album more than I've gone back to, I think any album since Good Kid for Kendrick. I've gone back to this album easily more than I've gone back to any albums. Even to Pim? Yeah, I've definitely gone back to this more. Because I think there's certain songs that Father Time is going to be a song forever, in my opinion. The way he's, what he's talking about, yeah. the last verse where he's talking about people that are fatherless and they're looking to, whether they're yeah, looking I mean, to Father Time inspiration. speaks to me more than any other, uh, any other It's timeless. Um, and, I, and I was even yeah. going to say, and sorry to cut you both off, like, I don't think there's been a rapper that has spoke about daddy issues from that perspective. Not in that no. way. We usually get rappers coming from a bravado standpoint where it's like, yo, fuck, fuck pops, fuck this, fuck, do you know what I mean? But not from the perspective of 100%. having your dad there. 100%. Maybe when they're absent, but not there. Having daddy issues when they're there. Which threw me off a little bit because obviously in Good Kid, Mad City, even though dad is present, it's kind of more positive because he doesn't want him to be yeah. like anything like the street guys that he sees and what he might have been. Whereas now on Father Time, it's very much flipped on its head. Like, you're the reason why I am this way and here's why, sort of thing. Mm. Like, it's a very deep song. Yeah. You are saying, Ma? Yeah, no, just, you could go into it. But the whole, the whole album's deep. Which one is it? Is it Wearing This Together where the girl and the guy go and- Oh, we cry together. We cry together. I love that. That um, was intense. So that, that song reminds me of- Kim. All of the arguments. I was gonna say Kim Eminem as well. Yeah. So yeah, of yeah. course it reminds me of Kim for sure. Um, but it also reminds me of all the times in relationships where I've deliberately caused arguments well, just because I knew that it was going to result in mind-blowing sex. Oh, so you just days. been toxic. Imagine you're toxic days. I'm not going to be the only one in the room who admits to that. Well, it's too late. I, I, <laughs> is this I, a safe space or not? It's fully I, a safe I, space, I, but I, I can't say I, I don't actively I don't, start I, an argument. I don't think I've done that. I can't let the Soviet go down in the comment with me. I, I've, I've never done that. So I'm sorry. The bit where she was clapping was like, I should have fucked another dick. <laughs> that, was that was crazy. Wild. That was crazy. That was wild. That bro. was crazy. Yeah. What in the toxicity is going oh, on right you can now? Wait, you guys have never like just like, I'm not saying it's like started <laughs> an argument, but I'm saying like, you could have pulled back out of what was 
an incoming you argument, but you're like, want. fuck it, I'm going to go in on this one. I'm going to stick to my grounds because it's going to end amazingly. Yeah. I'm the only one who's on that. I'm not on that train. Uh, I'm not right, on that train, so I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. Sorry. But not, right. not yet, anyway. All right. Well. Yeah, you could talk into the album, but to me, yeah, it was a very <laughs> savior. There's so many high points on this album. I think me. he contradicted himself on that song, though, man. Because I think the whole, I think the whole premise of that album is, I'm not, I think the whole premise was, listen, don't listen to me. No, nah, like, but I, I don't think you, you can't Kendrick's say that. I don't, I don't think you can beginning. say that because, bro, the album Ow. cover is him with a crown, bro. So you're embracing this savior complex thing, but then but you're is saying- But he's talking about for his family or he's talking about for us? But Heavy is also the I head, for, is the crown for us or his family? Okay, good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To me, it, it, could, more... it, it depends how you interpret it. And to, Heavy yeah, is also me... the head that wears the crown as yeah. well. Like, even though he wears it and sometimes he might feel like he wants to, it's a burden. I think he's spoken that on Damn as well, though. Kendrick's I been, think Kendrick, Kendrick came out about... from the beginning yeah. and said, I am going to be a contradiction. Yeah, he goes, That's I his whole thing. This. Good Kid, Mad City is a perfect exemplification of like the life that he has had to lead and the fact that he has had to be banging at the same time as trying to be this spiritual, noble person who is like, Teaching people, he's got a bar. Of good killer. I mean, he's always been Imagine that guy. Magic killing someone at sixteen. I remember. Yeah. I mean, even yeah, even on even on Savior, he says, "I'm not pro black. I'm more like Kodak black." Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, so he's always going to give you those contradictions, and I think that was the point of the album. Yeah. Um, like, I am just a human. Which is how we like people, by the way. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why. Yeah. Two that's like, my favorite rapper. So mm. he's like walking contradiction. Yeah, yeah, anything, Relax. Well, you could only bar two words. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, <laughs> um, just to be yeah, but, um, I'll let you man go into it. But this album to me is. I'm going to use a word and if it's too big, it is what it is. It's not flawless. I'm not going to say it's a flawless album, but to me, it's pretty damn close, man. Yeah. I enjoyed everything. There's not one thing I can't say I didn't enjoy about this album. From the interludes, there was one of the interludes that I wish was a song. Of Keem. Yeah. Yeah, Keem like, snaps. Yeah, he snaps. Like, don't, you know when you're there, you're like, no, nah, we're not stopping this right now. Yeah. It generally yeah. was one of those feelings. And to me, nah, he, bro, Kendrick, body this album, man. Like, body this album, in my opinion. Like I've gone back to it every. Do you know to go back to an album every day? Just that, mm. like, just because I want to. It Especially an album as deep as and heavy as that. Do you know what one. I mean? And it's, yeah, man, it's a lot of work. Got true. It's a masterpiece, guys. There we go. It's a masterpiece. Um, like, and I need to obviously need to preface this by saying I'm the biggest K. Dot fan, um, probably going, and I really don't see why he is as polarizing as he is in terms of his style and in terms of his contributions. But I guess maybe that's maybe that's the evolution of this conversation. We'll get onto that, but this is a masterpiece from start to finish. You mentioned there are parts in this that, uh, that I mean, make it not flawless. I would say that there's one point in this album I think that makes it not a flawless album. It's probably that track with Porter's Head, where he has that very, very long verse where, you know, if I, I, I kind of zoned out a little bit on it and that's when I think he's aware of it because that's when his voice yeah, yeah, starts yeah. getting more and more loud and more and more aggressive. Um, but we're talking about somebody, and I mentioned this on mine yesterday, we're talking about somebody who every single time they drop an album, they, they reach a new peak. Um, and I don't want to get into a debate about the upper echelons of rap. I was a hell of a lot more um, bullshit with it yesterday, but I had had a couple of whiskeys. So I'm not going to do that today. We need to have that conversation, but I'm not going to do that today. We this, this is a guy who every single time he drops, he drops it. He drops a completely different level, a completely new sound. And it's always, always an enjoyable listen from start to finish. It's always... It's a challenging listen in some respects. And um, Peter mentioned that I said that this is sort of like a Yeezus moment. It's not a Yeezus moment overall. I probably meant more that like, it's harsh at times. It's unexpected at times. It can be almost a little bit abrasive at times. Um, whereas I think if you've got a jazz album to Pimp a Butterfly, it's a little bit more easy on the years. If you've got Damn, which they say is more his quote unquote, more mainstream album, um, it's a bit more easy, but that in itself had difficult moments. 
this album from start to finish is just head and shoulders above anybody who is considered to be Kendrick Lamar's peer today. He picked the right producers as usual. He's done a lot. I think he did quite a, a bit of production himself as well, which is a which is an, a, a space in itself, which I'm very excited. Is that about. who OK Llama is? OK Llama yeah, is him. him. OK Llama is him. him. Okay. That's why I call that Black Gold. Yeah. OK Llama. Yeah, right. OK Llama is him. Or OK Llama, I don't, I don't know how you pronounce it. But um, that's going to be part of the whole PG Lang thing as well. Um, this, the decision, and I like decisions like this. It's kind of like when J. Cole decided to put Cameron on the introduction of the latest album. Like just, just random things. He puts Kodak Black as the narrator out of nowhere and it makes fucking sense. <laughs> it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit more problematic though, man. It's not problematic because again, like, let me tell you why though, because of what Kodak has been accused of mm. doing. This guy was, I don't know if he, I think he actually went to, I don't know if he did prison I think, time. I think he did prison time for assault. He did prison yeah, time for something assault, else. For sexual assault, so it was a bit techy. He served his time, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know what happened with I think, this, I mean, there was, I mean, was, there were allegations. Was it sexual assault or did he domestic? I don't I know. Think I think you might guys on N95, he's like, what the fuck is cancel culture, dog? Yeah. I'm if you served your time, if the whole thing about the justice system is you do the crime and you serve your time, if he served his time, what I mean, Kodak Black is still one of the more famous rappers in in, in hip hop right now. And do we shut like, him? Yeah, I mean, how long does that dynamic potentially last? I think it's. I don't think it's controversial that he's on this album. I think it's just a, a symbol of just how well he is respected, and maybe also a symbol of just us maybe not knowing the full story. Like, but I think there's a lot of the uproar. The verdict. I think uproar. A lot of the uproar came from not only the fact that he obviously he's got priors as far as like sexual assault and stuff but it's also the fact of you're Kendrick Lamar what are you doing with someone like Kodak mm. it seemed as if on paper that just wouldn't work and if you listen to Kodak as problematic as he is and can be he's a good artist and he's very introspective very introspective if you like, listen to his music he's very introspective he does a lot of fuck shit mm. <laughs> he yeah. really does he's he's ghetto bruv very <laughs> but he's smart the older heads seem to love him yeah. Like the older heads, the Coles. The biggest Cole names him, know him. The Kedricks. Mm, they like love they him. seem to love him for some reason. Why, I don't know. But, but also, yeah. it just shows that they're not ready to give up on him just because he's got these cases on his on his name or he's got this reputation. And that should be Which bad. is which, a conversation that society... Which is, really, which is cancel culture. Which would have been really cancel culture. Have, yeah, yeah. Which, which is, is what that, Kendrick's going is, against. Yeah, exactly. So if anything, Kodak Black being there is almost like a mechanism to kind of go against that. Like, mm. okay, you've got this cancel culture. All right, cool. We don't hear that over here sort of thing. So... I respected it and I liked it for the most part. Kodak did his job, um, even on the feature on Silent Hill, did his thing. The interlude, introdu introducing the album, like he didn't put a foot wrong on this album for me. Like, and it's his, his last album with, with TDE, right? So by all means, he could have taken his foot off the gas completely. But this sounds like an album that he has put the most effort in as well. Mm. Yeah, like, you, you, you listen to this album and it's an album that you can clearly see. He obviously had time with the pandemic happening to go back to this album and fine tune things. I'm sure that lyric about Drake and Kanye wasn't there when he first wrote that song, <laughs> right? Like the pandemic has ultimately meant that everything was on delay, which is why the N95 video oh, is an yeah. older video. Yeah. Hairstyles changed, he's got dreads now, he didn't have dreads in that video, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so for that reason, it sounds like an album which he's gone back to and find, finally, finally tweaked and et cetera, et cetera. And that shows. But I mean, I guess that just turned out to be his luck because it ended up just being the most, it's the most intricate album. And to your point, he goes to spaces, to both of your points, he goes into spaces which are super, super difficult to go into without it being heavy, without it being preachy. Like the father time tune with Sampha. I mean, I love Sampha, but I don't love his music. I don't like his I've voice. never heard the guy sound so amazing. Okay. 
right? Like, and great artists bring that out of other artists. The reason why Sound for Sounds that great is because Kendrick put him in the perfect, perfect platform. Um, Baby Keem, like, I mean, that story is going to develop into something special. I think yeah, he's, he's already he's already twenty years old, twenty one years old. He's a Grammy winner. His influence is over here, and to be twenty one and people to be like, I can hear your influence on a Kendrick Lamar album. You know how special this boy it's is. So, so clear so, as so, well. So, yeah, it's, it's mad, right? Um, I don't necessarily need to go into the tracks by tracks, but like from the start to finish, this is just incredible. It's awesome. Right? It's 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 incredible. I want to touch on something you said. On this this album showed it to me more than anything. The level of Kendrick to his peers it's not even funny yeah like it's it's not even funny because we all i love the off season yeah the gap between the off season and this album or the guy that made uh what's the other what's the light skin music <laughs> the light skin <laughs> like that the gap wild. between like that guy gives me what's that song what's that tiktok song in? oh man oh tootsie slide like look at the difference <laughs> one is giving me tootsie slide do you know what i mean though yeah. like just artistically the levels between. i, I did think about that too like man. come on one yeah. is giving me tootsie slide and tiktok videos but kendrick just the differences. Do you not think the off season? Do you not think the off season like J Cole could hold the off season verse next to him? Mr. Nah, off season sounds like a mixtape now, bro. Uh, d- bro, I've got. I genuinely about to. I've gone back to off season. Off season is just. It is damn near a mixtape. <laughs> oh, like it's just part. No, I love off season. Yeah, I love off season. Yeah. Don't get interested. What he does to certify another way ain't even funny. Yeah, like it's not even I mean, funny. Nah, what he does to certify yeah. another way. Explicit. Yeah, but the difference between I don't think I've ever seen in rap anyway a group of peers come out. Mm. And want to be so outlandish compared to the rest. But it's always been like whenever a dis- it was Hove, there was still Nas. Yeah, there was but so the, for me, it's always jars, been like a there disingenuous. Was there was always, but there was always a close proximity to when the new group come out. Yeah, Kendrick is damn near far and away from everyone else. Yeah. But yeah. for me, it's always been a disingenuous rivalry. I, I think it's been a rivalry which has been concocted by the labels. Do you know what I mean? Like I think this Drake. It wouldn't surprise me if this Drake and Kendrick thing is completely orchestrated from start to finish. Right? Like you never see Ronaldo and Messi in the same room. But somebody must have said to them, man, if you guys, if you, if you got, maybe, but like, it couldn't have been anything crazy. No one fucked someone else's misses or anything like that. It's just rivalry on the pitch. Mm -hmm. But somebody must have said from their PR teams, you both make more money if people think you hate each other. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that's basically what's happened. Like, we know that the Drake and Kanye thing was massively concocted. It got a little bit messy, but it was massively concocted. And Kanye was pretty much said that himself. So I think a lot of these rivalries, the modern day rivalries and peer groups as we see them, a bit disingenuous. Like for me, Ken- Kendrick has always been like head and shoulders above. And that's why I think the Drake Cole for me is next. Yeah. And then Drake is so much more far below. It's not even a joke. It's not even a joke, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't be measured on the same standards because they're completely different artists. Just the in terms of ones, artistry. Yeah, like the only ones who are similar in artistry is Cole and K-Dot, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but there's levels within that as well. So I don't know, man. Do you think uh, Drake felt away about that bar on Father Time? No, why, he, why, why, he, I don't think he should. Yeah, I, I think he did. He, I mean, yeah. he felt away, he he felt felt away, away over control. control. Exactly. He felt away over control. Like when he went on, uh, was it rap, uh, Elliot Wilson show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like to Elliot Wilson. That's how it started. Because we're not going yeah, yeah. like, to remember, like, remember this in a couple of years. Tell me how it starts. I don't, I don't think Kendrick said anything bad though. What do you say? Though? I'm surprised them two came together. I'm not as mature. What's wrong with that? We're talking about Orbit. But he said when Kanye got back with Drake. I was slightly confused. Guess I got some more growing to do. No, that's amazing. Aubrey is probably going to think that in his own head and think, right, is this man coming for me? In the same it. way that he, he, he felt for the control verse. You don't thing. want it though. I'm rapping with a ghost rider. I mean, what that, the fuck happened? Oh no. I mean, that's crazy? been, that's, I mean, that's just. <laughs> How a, is someone barring you and it's just a song like that? I said, I'm rapping with a ghost rider. What the fuck happened? Why are you looking at me, fam? Oh no. <laughs> I swear I won't tell. Nah, Kendrick's a ghost. Nah, I don't care. Has Mo ever been this loud on a podcast? <laughs> nah, because I, I know. Because the way, look, it's only a matter of time. Uh, do you know what I compare Kendrick to? And I really want to get into this. 
We're all sports fans here. I like yeah, to think yeah. we all like football. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Messi had four Ballon d'Ors by 25? Yeah. And it was only a matter of time before we call him the goal. Yeah. That's Kedrick to a T to me. Yeah. He's, it's the four Ballon d'Ors at 25. I hear it. And it's only a matter of time before we conglomerately all agree he's the goal. It's only a matter of time, man. Well, maybe not all of us. No, someone's always going to hate. But to me, it's Messi with four Ballon d'Ors, man, at 25. Because it was only a matter of time when we called Messi the goal. We knew at 25. Do you know what I appreciate about this album? I like the way Kendrick. Before you do that, I will take that one step further. I think Kendrick is the closest thing to a goal we've had since Jigger. I agree there. I agree there. I I think there is a massive gap between when we recognise Jay-Z as a goal to now. There's a massive gap that nobody has filled. And I think Kendrick Lamar is now the guy. Who is the GOAT? He's the closest thing to the GOAT. Do you think it's only a matter of time as well? Um, and when I say GOAT, I mean like, you know, greatest rapper yeah. living, the greatest rapper alive, whatever fucking umbrella we want to put it on. That's yeah. a completely different debate. Do you think it's only a matter of time before he's the GOAT? No. You he's know. not going to be the GOAT. Let me just, let, we're going to come back to you. I just want everyone to, yeah, me? I, we yeah. can't argue, we cannot argue with this guy's catalogue at this point, man. Of course I, we can't, but it's more than that. I think I said to you guys, he won't, he won't, he won't, he won't. We can make it more than that. We can make it more than that if we want to, but we don't give a fuck about. The side projects. We don't give a fuck about how much money he is making. We don't care about that. No, but that all adds into somebody being mm. great, nah, bro. Nah, nah. No, 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 bro. I think we're like confusing the best with the greatest, bro. Like we can't. Nobody's gonna be better than Jigger. That's just what it is. I don't but care how many classic albums. I don't care how many great albums you give me. You're not gonna be greater than Jigger, man. Jigger's just done too much. Jigger's too big. Musically, has he musically done too much? Culturally, he's done too much. I want to. I want to strip out that culture shit. We can't. We can't strip out that culture. We can't. No, we can't, bro. No, we can't, man. Why should we? Let me ask a question. Just music alone. Just take away for culture Talk for two me. minutes. Go on. And you're just saying just music alone. Yeah. He's got to be in He's the conversation. Be Stop sleeping on man. He's got to be. I'm not, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Bro, give me Jigger's best four albums. I'm putting them against Kendrick's four albums and I'm picking Jigger's. So to me, nah, he ain't going to be greater than Jigger. I'm sorry. The kid, did, did Jay-Z start like this? No, it took a while. That's my point. It took a while to go four for four. Like, and me, me saying that is not disputing Kendrick's greatness. By no means am I doing that, but we can't. I don't want to be so quick to say he's going to be the GOAT, man. Do you know what Jigga had to do to get there, bro? Yeah. And I mean, look at I, the albums that he dropped, bro. And there yeah. were still people kind of debating that. So I ain't going to allow Kendrick the easy, do you know what I mean? The easy win of saying, yo, one more and he's, nah. I don't think he's bro, no, you, I, I, I think I young think We, we got to wait for that. It's, it's only a matter of time to me. Yeah. Right. I think to, to go back to Mo's analogy about football, I think some of these younger guys, these newer guys are, atre- are achieving some of these accolades quicker than their predecessors, bro. So it's not. I a, don't it's like not, that. It's not a slight. It's not a slight to Jay Z to say that somebody like Kendrick may already be on his coattails, given that he did uh, Section Eighty, he did to uh, Cookie Man City, to Pimper Butterfly, Damn, and now Mr. Morale. Nah, that's man. five albums which arguably nobody's going to deny at least it's, it's, at least eight or nine out of ten each of them. It's disrespectful. Right? Jay Z, we're getting to a point where Jay Z really, really might be a bit stressed about catalog alone. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be How? stressed about Kendrick. He's not. Huh? He lost that one four for four, right? Yeah, he's not gonna be stressed about Kendrick as a as a as a whole entity and businessman and all this other shit. He's not gonna be worried in that respect. No one's on Jay Z's level, but musically. Nah, man. I mean, we need to stop. No, nah, musically, think, musically, we need to open it yeah, up. Nah, nah, nah. Musically, it up. Kendrick. You, you might not be disrespectful. You might not be forgetful, bro. Jigga's like one of my top five greatest ever, Fam, ever I've, any anything. Right? I know, I know that, but we're being forgetful right now, and we're being slightly <laughs> okay, disrespectful, Pete, bro. Let's, man. Let's, okay. Nah, I'm not having Okay. Uh, since we're here, since we're here, really let's do it. You said you'll put Jay's four best albums up against Kendrick's. What are his four best albums to you? It's a reasonable doubt. 
Blueprint, Black Album. And most people today are saying 444. Against Good Kid, To Pimp, Dam, and Mr. Morale. Yeah. If I'm stuck on a desert island, I know which four I'm picking. And I love To Pimp a Butterfly. That's probably like in my You're top. You're taking. To Pimp a Butterfly is probably my top so, five hip hop albums ever. So De- Desert Island, you got five albums to listen to for the rest of your life. You're picking four. F- you got four Between albums to listen Between Jigger and K-Dot. Yeah, you're taking the four. I'm taking Jiggers. Fam, your palate is going to be very malnourished. Not at all. <laughs> your palate will no. be malnourished, bruv. No, not at all, not. man. It, within K-Dot has got... the Black Album. No, I'm saying that, that, but it's... I'm taking Kendrick, but I've never yeah, been Yeah, this is what I'm Kendrick, saying, bro. Like, we have to think about musicality when I'm thinking about Desert Island, four albums I'm never, I'm, I'm going to listen to for the rest of my life. Kendrick has done every type but of track even, at this but point. But even hear the conversation, I was talking about Kendrick's first four albums. Jay's hmm. been here for that many 30 years. You, you're a man who likes averages, isn't it? Yeah. When we start talking about a man yeah, like yeah, Slim that, Shady and that, that he fun. likes the average chat. Like, bro, you know me, Holmes my favourite rapper of all time. It's always been the case. Yeah. It's just... I don't think it's disrespectful. We no one's even had a conversation with Jigger yeah. since the nineties. Nice. No, as in I'm talking about from take away his error. Okay. Outside his error, no one's even come close to nothing. I think they tried it with Wayne. I think it was a great shot by life. I don't think ever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So for this to be the first time people are having this conversation with it's like, yo, he's coming for it. I don't think that's disrespectful, man. It, it shows you respect that no one said it for a good thirty years. Okay. That's mm. the respect there. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The respect is no one said it in the after the night yeah and it's like it's no disrespect because Kendrick isn't a flash in the pan if we were saying this about Kodak because he had one nice like five star album but this is this is K-Dot who's been doing it since as you say 2010 I think I got into him in like 2009 2010 like and that was overly dedicated I remember I got into when did I get onto like it was around about when the city and then High Power came out I mean his his verse on the city still to this day is one of the greatest like come on man come on man come on man this is K. you. Like, and he's only going to get more consistent as well. Uh, I don't think he's going to. I don't. I don't know if he's capable of dropping a bad. You man acting like Jigger stop rapping. Yeah, it feels like it. Like I mean, Jigger can't. I mean, he's not active. Like Jigger but look, can't. But, but bro, like Jigger can't drop a flawless album tomorrow. <laughs> he's not active. But bro, though. But bro, look at what happens when he does drop a kind of cool verse on Pusha T's album. <laughs> no, we ain't there, no, I'm just saying though. Uh, like, but people, people, people are only as good as your last sixteen, buddy. His last album was amazing. I know. And I love. I love four four. I love four 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 for sure. Yeah, if Kendrick continues on this trajectory, it's going to be undeniable. Tell you, Messi. Artistically, it will be undeniable. But then, you might have your preference, but when you put Jay's catalogue against Kendrick's catalogue, when all is said and done, even if Kendrick doesn't make another album after this. Which is an important point, by the way, because he might not. <laughs> I we we might be waiting for a while. We're never hearing from Kendrick Yeah, Kendrick yeah, yeah. yeah. We might be waiting for this a while. You're yeah, not yeah, seeing yeah, him again. Yeah. But you know, if we're going to be waiting a decade, listen, that, yeah. that album's going to be fire. This album's already it's surpassed down for me. And I love them. It's 100% it's, it's surpassed that. 100%. Surpassed 100%. I'm already saying that. But then it's a bigger yet. conversation because I think Dab's a classic. But So what's what's generally <laughs> been the feedback on Kendrick's album, like on social media? What I, think the, I think you raise a very... I think rap heads... It's been divided. Triggering point, Pete. Yeah. Mm. It's been very, very divided. I think I saw Pitchfork rated uh, It's Almost Dry higher than this. Pitchfork. Uh, but Pitchfork B.Dot goes, but, he'll give it 4.5. But Pitchfork points. and S.M.I.D. Um, I think B. Yeah, forever, B. forever. The, the P- Pitchfork like have no credibility in that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 1.5 max is I think, crazy. Uh, look, I mentioned in my in my blurb at the start that Kendrick Lamar is polarizing, and I don't understand it. I do think, like today, like the original or initial, I should say, response to any album these days is it's whack. Shout out Jack Harlow. Um, <laughs> it's trash, and maybe because you know me i'm cynical in many respects like maybe that's like 
the PR teams of these rappers like flooding Twitter with like, oh, this album's right, this album's right, so that people go and listen to it, right? Get the streams, get the streams, get the streams. Mm. But people were saying the usual stuff about Kendrick Lamar. He's preachy. He doesn't care about black people. He always talks down on us, etc., etc. But he pissed off the uh, LGBTQ. I, I, yeah, he, he well. pissed off some parts. Part yeah, it. he makes an album as beautiful. Oh, sorry, a song as beautiful as Auntie Diaries. And certain corners of LGBTQ plus community are saying like the way that you are using pronouns is incorrect. The way that you use the word it was the or point. the F word. The whole song. That was yeah, the yeah. I, I, I think it was all deliberate though. Uh, but it, it, it was, was deliberate. But, it was when, but when it was you have- um, It was, because like, my, my, my experience of the song is him, I guess telling these tales to critique yeah. himself and society. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and him using the incorrect pronouns, I think is like, Showing the process. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. the last yes. one, that's how I got it. Yes. Yeah. You're a hip hop fan and there are too many people who are writing about hip hop who don't know the fucking no, it shit. makes sense. Because the last verse, I think he goes, he right. didn't even say the word. Yeah. He didn't say the F word in that last right. verse because he showed you high school, yeah. elementary high school, and now where I am. Yeah. So it's just about growth. And then I read something where they were like, oh, Kendrick Lamar is walking us through his journey towards wokeness and he's, it's almost as if he's asking us to thank him or to congratulate him. And it's just like, yeah, like being a I don't know if I was. This, this might be controversial. I don't know if I would equate the um, the N word with the F word, though. Nah, <laughs> he can. <laughs> I don't know if it can happen. I think it's just. I hear you. Do you know I, hear you I hear you, but both hateful terms, but one has got. Fun, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if that. So I didn't like Kendrick doing that. I, I knew what he was trying to do, but I, I wasn't feeling that too. I felt more uncomfortable when it was like, the first time a fucking white bitch was in Copenhagen. <laughs> yo, I can't lie, yeah. No, no, no. The no, way no, he kept no, saying no, white no, bitch, no, I was no, like, yo, no, I was no, like, yo, I'm no, stressed. No, I don't know why. No, I'm not even a white woman. I can't lie, yo, it took me for, it took me for, I can't lie to you. Like, imagine, no, listen, don't stop touching me. Nah, there was, I can't lie, I was sitting there. It was like, sitting through. First time I fucked a white bitch, I said, oh. And then I got over it and he goes, second time I fucked a white bitch, I was in a good kid by City Court. I'm like, in Copenhagen. I'm like, what's going on? But again, it goes to show And it how... shows you the whole, sorry, yeah. But again, it goes to show like, I personally didn't know, like, I didn't think Kendrick would ever get that personal on a record. Mm. But here he is laying himself bare, stripping himself down to the bare bones, like from start to finish. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you just gotta respect him. And yeah. I, I think, I mean, to get into my like opinion yeah, yeah, of it, yeah. um, from start to finish, this album's fantastic. Mm. Um, conceptually, I think it might be his strongest ever because you see the growth from the beginning where he's riddled with still, he's still riddled with the survivor's guilt. He's still riddled with the, you know, the savior complex and how much is, you know, dimming his shine and stuff. And by the end of it, when he's like, I choose me, I'm sorry. And mother, I sober, when he kind of just releases not only himself, but, his whole family from generations of Yo, like that shit is so deep. Disenfranchisement. Yeah, when and the daughter like comes abuse. through and says thank you, dad. Yeah, man. You can hear it. Oh my god. You can hear it. Via all the tap dancing, which you know, to Peter's point earlier about you know tap dancing around the subject. You know, to Whitney saying you need therapy and all that stuff. You can hear it, man. It's yeah, a Whitney. journey. Yeah. It is a journey yeah. from start to finish, man. I think United and Grief was a fantastic start. Mm. Um, N95. Although I didn't like it at first, it grew on me. That's just my did the video song. make a difference? No, that's my planking uh, song. Yeah. Like, the oh video made a difference. It 100% made a difference. The video made a difference for me. Yeah, the video is so fire. The video's going to make you... And I just appreciated the fact that... I just appreciated the fact that it's just one of those songs where Kendrick was just having a little bit more fun. Like Silent Hill as well. Like People have called Mr. Morale a kind of like companion album to Keem the Melodic Blue because there's a lot of like the same kind of musicality in some in some respects. I see that in N95 and in Silent Hill. Like it's just the ones where he can kind of just be a little bit more goofy, 
Like, take it off. He was like, stepping. Push these bitches stepping. off me like, huh, sort of thing. He was stepping. This shit hard. Exactly. You out of pocket, sort of Bitch, thing. Bitch, you out of pocket. No, he exactly. Was yeah. Worldwide um, steppers. Oof. Ominous beat, fantastic storytelling. Fuck the white bitch, mm. all that good stuff. That's not the white I think bitch. the beat switching that song was actually oh good. man, it was illegal, bro. Man, way too short. Why did he do that? Way too short. Oh, oh my days. Oh, the way Kendrick yeah. uses his voice on the beat switches as that well. That beat switch was insane. Yeah. Die Hard, mm. very lovely, sweet song. You know what I mean? It's just from start to finish, man. Like Savior, Savior is my tune. Yeah, that oh, favorite tune. That, that beat. That beat. Ben Aki. Oh yeah. The respect. The way the drums come in. The way the drums come in, oh my days. And then Keem, are you happy for me? Are you happy There's just so many, there's so many quotables. Why is like that? Bitch, are you happy for me? Bro, there's so many quotables in this album, man. face, but are you happy Why is he saying that? I'm on the way. Are you happy for me? Yo, that's how I imagine him doing his posture when he says it. Are you happy for me? Why is he talking like that, bro? Bitch, happy for me. All right, cool, innit? But even the interview leading, even the interview leading up to that, where Keem was just going, off man yeah. over oh, the strings and stuff oh man fantastic and again the story you ever had your mom strung out why you doing division as soon as he said that bar i was like yo <laughs> keem is about to spit he was about to spit man you know i just song, think you know what song had me in a chokehold sorry i don't mean to cut you off rich spirit fam rich spirit had me in a chokehold yeah man can't lie to you it had me the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. that song. yeah man yeah yeah there was a few songs where it was like crown oh. where i was like not sure about this to begin with but it grew on me <laughs> Um, the song with Ghostface or Summer Walker. What did you think about Pepper the Ghost? I told you when you listened to it that you weren't going to like it. What did you think of it? I didn't like it. I thought so. I thought you wouldn't like it. I knew you like wouldn't like it. It was decent. It was decent. Nothing crazy. It felt very um, acapella-ish. Yeah. Like, like the, song, the beat was yeah, fading yeah, out yeah, towards Ghostface's verse. I didn't really like it. It felt tacked on. Summer Walker did her thing though. Yeah, yeah. She sounded I quite like that. Generally, I think the Futures did their thing, man. I mean, Sam Duke did his thing. He kept it in house, right? It was pretty much like PG Lang. Yeah. Pretty much. And, you know, he just did his thing, man. I just think conceptually, in terms of his storytelling, like he's rapping on another level as well. Like just in terms of just the way he's able to deliver his, his lyrics, whether it's the vocal inflections, whether he's singing, whether he's straight up rapping, everything, man. I just feel like he took that time off to really like, as much as he is like a guy who kind of goes away, puts his, throws his phone away and kind of looks at the world and kind of just like, ah, oh, like cancel culture, this, da, 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 da. It's with purpose. Like he's always going to give you that, that, that nourishing, that nourishing stuff. Like even in Savior, when he's calling out, calling out the rap game about, um, you know, bite their tongue and rap lyrics, scared to get crucified about a song, but they won't admit it sort of thing. And he's calling out the rap game. He's calling out a lot of people and a lot of sections of society. And even in, in, in 95, where he's like, take off this, take off that, take off this, take off that. It's like Bo said, like he's putting a mirror against society and telling them like, yo, this is what's wrong with you. Yeah. But also he's looking inward in the That's way that he's never, amazing, in the way that he never has before yeah. as well. Like, yeah, he's balancing it. Yeah, that exactly. balance though, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a rapper do that balance. Yeah, so man. Yeah, man. It's to hold the world up against. It's important guys, to say like, I'm not perfect, but you're not either. It's, it's, it's amazing. Exactly. It's an amazing message. Like. Exactly. exactly. And that's why like, I'm so like conflicted, man. Cause like the content is there for me, man. But, the music um, the, is the, there the, as the, well. Pro, the production was just a bit too, it was a bit mess, too messy for me, man. I just, just think you just threw out the album. Maybe, maybe it's dark. Think, it's think. a dark album. Like there, there, there are very few sort of like, even N95 is a dark song. Do you know what I mean? It's not, there's not, there's not really many high moments. There's nothing really colorful about this album as well. It sits in an area of deep introspection and it is dark. I think that so, might be the But I love that. Thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like maybe, but like, mm. But yeah, I think can con can content ever be so strong to where it raises the overall quality of the album? 
Yeah, 100%. Is that the case here then? It's like Nas albums. It's like, but on the flip of that, I remember you were talking about Group Home's <laughs> album and how Primo's well, production- That was perfect though. Can I just say, yo, that was perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. That's different though. But here's the thing. Yeah, you said you that Group Home's album, DJ Premier's production makes it a three and a half. For me, the default, if the bars and the content ain't there, the most you're getting is a two and a half mm. for me. But you said that the beats make it even higher. So sh- surely it can work the other it's way It's different as well. though, isn't it? Because what do we listen to first? The beat or the words? I think, I think, I think, I think the, the production always grabs you. Yeah, exactly. The I think the production always Precisely. It it's rare that you will listen to the, the lyrics first. Do you know what I mean? So that's why in this case, I was so conflicted because the words are so potent, but the music for me just wasn't, mm. you know what I mean? It wasn't the easiest on the ears for me. No, nah, I mean. I'll be honest with you, bro. It took me two, three times before yeah. I was, I said, yeah, I know where I stand. Yeah. The first time I listened to this album, I don't know where I stood. I was like, yeah. this was a lot. The second time I did, it took me about three, four, five listens for me yeah. to go away and say, this is damn near flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because you, man, when I, when I listened to it, I said to you guys, Yemi, are you going to say it or am I going to yeah, say it? Yeah, and you got me shook when <laughs> yeah, you said that and well. I, yeah, 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 and I was just like, this guy is the GOAT. Yeah. But I then said, and this isn't even a classic, which I think speaks to kind of like the reservations I had about exactly, it when exactly. I first listened to it. But to your point, like, it's just like ironing out like crinkles in the shirt, bro. Oh, you listen to it a few more times mm. and it's just, it's the easiest listen for every me. Time for me, back. it's just easy and to listen to. that's the thing about Kendrick albums, like, they're not designed just for a one listen. You have to. Yeah. You have it's to listen. Layered. Like we're gonna be times. picking up shit in a couple years. Precisely. Like. Loads loads of different motifs, loads of different like techniques he uses lyrically, mm-hmm. like just like the sounds, appreciating the production a little bit more as well with, with each listen. Like that's what Kendrick albums do and that's what they're designed to do. Yeah. And he's the best at that, I feel yeah. like. So did he do it again? He did it again. Oh he hundred percent did it again. Not, not for me, man. He one hundred percent did it again. What classic? <laughs> too early. I love these copies. I think this time, I think this time is too early. But well, it's it a pretty need, fantastic but, uh, album. Look, I don't know if it's going to be a classic, but I don't think it needs to be a classic. At this uh, point. I mean, that's what I said last recording yeah. session. Not everything needs to be a classic. It, it can it just be a really good album. Yeah, I feel you. I think Kendrick is, as I say... Wait, if we're using words like flawless. It, yeah. No, no one has said that. Rich said it, me said it. I don't think these are flawless. I said it's a masterpiece. I may have said it's flawless. I have to rewind. Semantics in the rap game or something. Yeah, for real. Semantics in the rap game. It really is, isn't it? You can say flawless and masterpiece, but not classic. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a completely ridiculous conversation even to like talk about Jay-Z because like, you know, it's two different things, two different artists, two different types of music, et cetera, et cetera. That's what we do, it? But that's what we do in hip hop, right? It's like, that's it. But it's, maybe it will be a classic. Maybe we'll look at it as a classic as it, as it, as it goes into that fine wine phase, isn't it? But mm. right now, it's just an absolutely phenomenal album that I'm gonna listen to when I leave you, man, tonight. I feel like what I love, I, I, yeah, I think I lo- what I love a lot about this album as well is that he wasn't afraid to shirk away from controversy. Yeah. Like when it came to Auntie's Diaries, when it came to Mother I Sober, and you know, talking Fair. about him cheating on his partner and Yo. you know his mum's like, Num- numerous times abuse. too, yeah. numerous times <laughs> yeah, yeah, his yeah, mother's yeah. sexual abuse. Yeah, and, he was a wild donkey. You seen Whitney as well, bro? Them yeah. shit's alright. Yeah. 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 He was yeah. a wild donny in these yeah, streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for real. And a... but here's the thing: you don't expect that from someone like him because nah. yeah. you know people have created this image yeah, of him like, yeah, of a yeah. guy who can do no wrong. But that's what and I love. This album is the perfect tonic for that. Yeah, he's like, destroying all. But of that's what yeah. I love though, because he's like, you guys don't know me. Yeah. Like, and he's and he's given us tidbits from before. Like I said, in kids when he was like, imagine me sixteen killing someone. Like you guys don't know what I've lived. So he's given us tidbits where it's like, you guys stop acting like you know me. And I feel like this album was the one where it's like. Here you go. And the perfect example of that is us realizing that he had had a second child by putting on the album cover. Yeah. That's Kendrick Lamar in a nutshell. Mm. That he named Enoch. 
Enoch. Mm. But I love that though. That's so why I want my rappers to be like. The, yeah. I want my rappers yeah, to have to speak like. Yo. I don't want to know you. I knew he had the one. I knew they had a kid because yeah, I, I got announced. But like I knew the second one, oh, raw. <laughs> She's breastfeeding the second baby. And it's just the Kendrick way Kendrick Lamar is that guy. Bro, with the strap. The and it shows me listen to what? Even if honest, the artwork. I love you. Fam. Artwork. Gun in honest, the back. Bruh, bruh, the strap in the back. Bruh. And then there's another picture where he's got a shotgun and he's just there. Bro, everything about this. Nah, I can't lie. He done did it. Yeah, yeah man. man. I, I love him. And it shows that even if he hides away without a phone nine times out of ten, he listens. Mm. He sees. He sees the rap game. He sees what people are talking about when it, as it pertains to him. And he... He reacted. He took me left. Sometimes. He responded. Can't lie. He took me left. Like when he brought up Kyrie, he took me for a left. Oh yeah, that Pete. verse is sick though. Pete, how did you feel about that verse, Pete? <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, oh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, what did he say something about? Yeah, man. He said he, he got. It was talking true. Yeah, he said he got it and he started questioning Kyrie. Yeah. Now That's real. That's real. Least. Which means he got it back. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peter. Talk to me. Did you start questioning Kyrie? Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that, Yemi. Yemi. That's a great question. Did you question Kyrie? No comment. No. He, he doesn't even need to answer. That laugh said it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, boys. Bro, this guy's in Ghana doing, just chilling. Just chilling, playing just FIFA chilling, and that. Chilling, bro. Amen. Apparently you know he's making a do, film now. You know what people do when so. their albums drop? That amount of promo people do. Mm. And this guy's in Ghana just living. <laughs> chilling. No, we've got a deep hit, bro. People do Hot 97. Power 102. J. Cole went to Rwanda. Everywhere. <laughs> and this guy's in Ghana. And just he went Ghana. And he made J. Cole go play basketball. You know he's not running out of the whole That's wild. Yo, he ran, I love Cole. He ran Cole off the country. Goes play basketball somewhere. In Canada, right? You see what I'm saying? He yeah. ran about the country. Didn't he go Rwanda? He's he, playing basketball again. He went Rwanda. He's, he's playing now for yeah, a team. Yeah, he got signed up. Jesus Christ. Last Kendrick, no, like that's Kendrick though. The Canadian Kendrick. league or something like that. That was Kendrick. He signed up last week to play professional basketball for like eight, nine games. That's all Kendrick. <laughs> You've got it's it. Still big stepping on this desk here. But yeah. For real, man. My point yeah. is, Rav. Fantastic album. Salute to the GOAT. I can't believe Favorite tracks, again, lads? Oh, I've got there. Give me father time. We cry together. Shout out to Taylor Page. Mother are sober. Um, auntie's diaries. Yeah, shout out to Taylor Page on. Oh, Savior as well. Yeah, man. Shout out to Taylor Page on. Yeah. She, she's, she's an actress, take... isn't it? Yeah, she's not a rapper. She was perfect for it because I don't know if a rapper could have done so that. So my right? favorite tracks are yeah, for real. United in Grief, N95, Worldwide Steppers, Die Hard, Father Time, Rich Interlude, Rich Spirit, We Cry Together, Purple Hearts, Count Me Out, Crown, Silent Hill, Savior, Savior Interlude, Auntie Diaries, Mr. Morale, and Mother I Sober, followed by a Mirror. So I knew you, you didn't just want to say the whole oh, yeah. album. I knew he was gonna go as soon as he got to the third song. I was like, he's gonna go through that. Oh, album. He's petty, don't mind him. I hear that. You're gonna yeah, just yeah, say me? the whole thing. Top five. Worldwide Steppers, Father Time, um Silent Hill. Savior and Auntie Diaries. Fair enough. I'm gonna go with N95, Rich Spirit. I love Rich Spirit. I don't think you might understand. I actually love that song. Um, Silent Hill, Savior, Auntie Diaries, and Mirror. But Die Hard and N95 as well. N95, like. N95. As I well. just wanna, like. <laughs> I just wanna turn the table upside down. <laughs> but I've moved Rich Spirit the most. Like, if I had to pick one song yeah, that, yeah. after Father Time, all that. Yeah. Because Rich Spirit's an easy listen. That's the one that gets. And uh, that's the one he goes sign uh, that one. Uh, I'm crashed with a shooter. Praise uh, to Muhammad. I'm yeah, getting yeah, news, yeah. yeah. Bitch, I'm attractive. Oh, bitch, I'm a that, yeah. That oh, don't, yeah, yeah. Come on, fam. Why what are we doing here? Why didn't he pick up my singing when I? <laughs> I love cause oh. no, I really like. So, so, so I work really on it. Like I mean, might be bitch, a futile question, but where does Kendrick go from here? PG Lang. I think it's one of the most exciting, exciting prospects in hip hop. I'll be honest. They are basically a cooler, more well-resourced, uh, younger version of TDE. And I think that's frightening for everybody else. RT. Yeah, men are in trouble. I, I think that they are going to sign some unbelievable artists, both new and active. I've seen like Brent Fayez, like Lynx. I've seen, obviously, Baby Keem is there. I think 
the future of PG Lang is just limitless, yo. Yep. I'm genuinely um, excited about that shit. I think we're not going to hear from Kedrick till about 2027. <laughs> if I have to guess. I generally don't think 2027. Maybe. If we're lucky. On a good Friday. But. You know what though? Like, because of this new outlet. Because nah, of PG Lang, he might need to put out an album on them early doors. That's what I'm saying. I need. I can't lie to you. I really yeah, he might need to. I've already got an itch to hear Kedrick's music It's crazy. I've already got an itch. I'm like, I could do with new music. <laughs> so you got to say Keem will probably come first. Is that drug? Keem will definitely come first. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? Keem will definitely come yeah, first. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. With me, I think he's gonna go missing for another five years, man. Mm. What yeah. we call Cambodia sign? I don't, I don't know where he goes from here, man. Because even if he stops now and doesn't give us another round, he's going down as one of the greatest. To ever do you know what I'd like him so to I do? Don't, I don't really know, but wherever he goes, I'm, I'm open to it, man. And <laughs> I had a big debate with Johnny last night about this because Johnny was like, he's got basically no discernible bangers, and I, I was bang Johnny in the mouth when he said that. But with that in mind, I would love Kendrick to just release an album which is just full of like bangers like just like because he makes songs like silent hill which we know when they come on in the in the spot is going to be fucking like we're going to vibe in it but i want there to be no doubt in anybody's mind about kendrick's capabilities in that space so i'd love him to release an album which is just like you know what you want you want the ones for the clubs you want the vibes you you want to mix in my tune with amigos tune and with them man i'll give you that i want him to do something like that you think there's still doubts though yeah yeah, but do we care? Uh, about, I, don't don't think so. I don't care because I'm like he doesn't need to make bangers to me. I don't. I don't. For me, I don't care. But for me, I'm self. I'm going back to Peter's point about being petty. I want people to be wrong about these shit opinions. <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want. I don't want there to be any doubts about this man anymore because people are still finding ways to doubt him, and it's just mm. crazy to me. So let's just give him a track of like. Yeah, well, there's, there's no doubts, man. There's no doubts. I don't know, man. That's like me saying I want to hold a Drake straight rap album. There you go. Exactly. It's the exact same shit. Yeah. Exact same shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think PG Lang is the future. Uh, whatever he decides to do, it's going to be in the interest of them. And I think it's going to be amazing. In the same way that TDE was just kind of like controlling the game from like 2013 onwards, PG Lang has the potential to do that as well, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. And Kendrick, boy, when you, you're going to, you go, you're off again. But when you come back, it's going to be another. Culture shifting moment. Enjoy Ghana, bruv. Enjoy Ghana, man. Enjoy playing FIFA with the manager. <laughs> yeah, man. um, FIFA 2015 as well, but salute to him. Absolutely. Salute to Kendrick. Salute to everybody who involved on the album. Special shout out to Duval Timothy as well. Oh, did bits. What a guy. Did absolute bits as well. All right. So we're going to move on to the next topic now. And we're going to talk about things a little bit closer to home. So recently, the uh, great critically acclaimed award-winning Little Sims um, was getting ready to go on tour um, in the US um, and kind of just acclimate herself to that kind of crowd and that audience. And then, out of the blue, she tweeted the following. Hey guys, due to unforeseen circumstances, I've been left with no option but to reschedule my US tour. I take my live show seriously. I would only want to give you guys nothing but the best of me. Being an independent artist, I pay for everything, encompassing my live performances out of my own pocket and touring the US for a month would leave me in a huge deficit. As much as this pains me to not see you at this time, I'm just not able to put myself through that mental stress. It's important for me to speak my truth about this and be honest. I appreciate the love and excitement you guys have for seeing me live. Rest assured, I will be there soon, back bigger and better. For now, I'm creating and working on art that I'm so excited about. Music, of course, but other things too, all leveling to greater heights. A message to all artists and creatives. Know your worth and stick to your guns. Love you all, Sims. And 
yeah, and this tweet kind of ruffled a lot of feathers online because it kind of called into question the the nature of the industry itself and the kind of hustle associated with being an independent artist and you know how much we're priv- how much information we're privy to as far as like you know how much they earn and how much they're able to do as far as independent artists you know where labels might be involved and stuff so we kind of just wanted to talk about it now and just kind of talk about that grind and kind of dissect it a little bit um i think to start with sims who has had a phenomenal year since dropping um her last album simbi you know winning ivan novellas winning brit awards and stuff um for her to kind of just tweet that is very heartbreaking mm. um i'd say in a word um, in a word in a word um, devastating bruv devastating yeah yeah it's um it's a mad one um i just think that because she is now she's officially blown like she's not a household name yet but she's she's getting to that status in a, in a way um and it seemed as if everything was going right all the stars were aligning um and she was getting ready to go to us and Fam, you know do good one things the, one of the one of the main characters in one of the biggest shows on netflix at the moment top boy yeah it's mad it's mad, but what do we think about it, guys? Yeah, I, yeah. When we we all heard this news together, and I was like, it knocked me. I was just like, I mean, we all know that the the plight of an independent artist is very, very different to somebody who is signed and backed by a big label, right? We know that, but I think it's like time that people uh, start doing a little bit more research uh, into into who they support and the backing that the artists that they like actually have and start putting money where their mouth is because it's really high stakes out here. You can't have <coughs> Sims who isn't just, I mean, Yemi said she had a good year, but like I described her yesterday as like one of the great, greatest artists we've had in the UK. Do you facts. know what I mean? Like facts. she's one of the greatest ones, right? And she's not even peaked, which is scary, right? Like she's she's got her, her proper, proper, um, her, her sound now like she's got the awards to back up the sound and on the face of things the acclaim but one thing people need to realise about this fucking shitty industry the music industry is that it's all smoke and mirrors isn't it right it's, it's all just image for the most part you have to support your artists you have to support them find out if the artists that you love are independent or not and if they are independent you have to buy their things. Find their Bandcamp and copper ting. Find their website, copper hoodie. Go to iTunes instead of the streaming sites. Buy the album. If you want to listen to the album on streaming sites as well, that's fine. I understand that's like more, you know, um, common. But you actually have to buy a physical copy because that typically goes directly into their pockets after the, uh, you know, the iTunes and the world take their split. It's high stakes now. We are going to lose artists like Little Sims either because she decides to quit herself and do something different, maybe just take her acting more seriously, or we'll lose her in authenticity terms. If she then decides, I can't do this alone anymore, I'm gonna go and sign with a label who can potentially contort her whole thing and Little Sims isn't making albums, like sometimes I might be introvert anymore. So people need to do more. People need to do more for their independent artists, they need to do more for their independent podcasters, video makers, photographers, writers. It's it, it, Come on, like, just buy shit. I think it's always been a case of us needing to do more to support our artists, man. I don't think this should be a new conversation. So I don't really understand why this is now something that's all of a sudden been blown into our faces. This has always been the case. Because she's huge. The 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 industry has always been shaped the way it is. Obviously, it's changed since, you know, um, 
bootlegging, online bootlegging really became a thing with the lime wise and the frost wise. And then, you know, um, Steve Jobs started doing his thing mm-hmm. and then streaming sites do start doing their thing and that. Obviously that's changed the way things are set up, but at the same time, like things have always been as they are. We've always needed to support the artists to ensure, especially the independent ones, to ensure that they are being supported enough where they can still support themselves and provide us with the quality music that they do. So why is it now that this is in the in the, in the consciousness of everyone? Because it should have always been in the consciousness of everyone though. What is it when you, is it when you break the fourth wall? Because we didn't know what she was going through. Uh, we she's, she, she ain't the first one yeah but we could have guessed but it's the first time we've seen it in our face to where I can't even do this show especially in the, U, in the UK that. especially yeah. that's the caveat in the UK we haven't really had this problem mm. like especially someone who has been staunchly independent all her career now getting to a new stage of like acclaim and fame and accolades then being so open and honest about her financial situation and how it's stopping her from being able to do what she wants to do we've never really seen that in the UK we've seen it in music but in terms of the UK, where the scene is still growing, this is fairly new. And this is why people have reacted in the way that they have. Mm. Um, it's obviously a tragedy. Um, I, I wonder, like, I don't know. I feel like with with this, it got to a point where she where she kind of discovered that she couldn't afford this. Like, where was, her, where was her team to tell her that before? Where was her manager to tell her this before? Where was the label to tell her this Maybe before? Maybe she could have sort of before, something came up. Maybe, you know, or maybe she was banking on something. Maybe she was banking on like a brand deal that that fell yeah, through exactly, or yeah, something, yeah. whatever. Because traveling to the U, to the US, like astronomical costs, especially if you're an independent artist, or maybe something fell through. But even still, like if there was any, even any one inclination that you couldn't afford it, like kind of why go through with it sort of thing? Mm-hmm. At least that's how I thought about it initially. Mm-hmm. But I, I tweeted about this when I first saw it and I was like, it just shows how smoking mirrors the music industry is because a lot of people will look at that and think this shouldn't be happening to someone like her, mm. but that's the smoking mirrors. Mm. People yeah. who in your mind and your, and, and like looking at them are successful, winning awards and all this stuff should not be having this problem, even mm. if they're independent or not. Mm. And the thing with Sims is she signed to an independent label, AWOL, but clearly they do not have the funds to be able to even advance her mm-hmm. anything for the tour. Because again, transport, mm. like equipment, her team, her, her band, all the setting and all the background that she wants to do as well. It's a lot of money, so it all adds up. So I just think generally like, and this is nothing on her, mm. I think there's a failing somewhere mm. in terms of like internally. It should have never got to the point where she has to tweet out, I can't afford this because of the mental... See, so um, you, 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 you say that, but I'm looking at it from another perspective. And I think it's... There's something about us as consumers that needs to shift as well. One hundred percent. Absolutely. We 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 have a privilege of you know being so detached from the process of the artist making the album and putting it out and that where we can decide that we're going to boot the team just because as long as we get the product. But I think depending on the type of consumer you are, man, it's I think it's very important that you care about the artist, man. It's not just about the products that you're getting from them. You should really care about what goes into receiving that product, man, because you don't know what they're having to go through to, to, to produce that music, man. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think I'm looking at it from that perspective. Mm. Like, we have to, the, the shit that we need to do. 100%. Yeah. And, and we're not to be blamed. We're not to be blamed for having this this mindset because as you mentioned Steve Jobs and, and the powers that be, they have single-handedly over the course of the last 15 years devalued music, right? To the point where people don't feel like music has actual value anymore. It's just like something I enjoy. They don't understand the hours that go behind it, the production, the intelligence, the vocal capacity, the writing process. They don't know any of that. I don't give a shit. 
Um, and a lot it, of it's throwaway as well. Yeah, and it's a lot of it is throwaway. We're living in ultimately still a singles era, right? Everything is about the single. So I'm not blaming the average consumer. We're all like hip hop heads. We get it, right? Like, you know, you guys obviously know me and I make music. So you understand from a, from a real direct perspective of like the independent struggle, so to speak. But to Peter's point, I don't know if we can use that as an excuse anymore, right? Like we, you have to, you just, we have to get back to buying things. We have to start putting- But is that unrealistic though? No, it's not. And, and the thing is like, I think it's also like the way that the world is going to go irrespective of this recent news about like Drake renewing his contract with Universal or getting that new deal, there are going to be a number of artists who do go independent. And I think the future is it's going to be sort of like a more direct to consumer model for a lot of your artists. So I think it's going to swing back anyway and people are going to have to start buying directly anyway. So get ahead of it. Get, get ahead of it now. Like Sims isn't the most out there extra TikToky artists. So we now saying that if you're not doing the most on socials, you're just basically going to be forgotten about. Imagine yep. if an American artist who won a Grammy wasn't able to do like a, a European tour. Exactly. That's basically what's happened here. A British artist has won a Brit. Primetime television. Everybody's seen her. She invited her mum on stage mm. and she couldn't then do a US tour. It wasn't going to be like Madison Square Garden followed by wherever. You know what I mean? It was going to probably be smaller shows. And maybe there is a, an issue with finances at her label and there is negli negligence across the board. But irrespective, she should have more money in her pocket mm. and that should come from consumers. It made me think about like streaming and how much money artists make from, from streams. And if it's not that sufficient, why artists continue to put their music on these streaming sites? Because no one's going to buy them. Yeah, it's reach. Yeah, why, yeah. Why, why, why can't they do it no, direct to consumer, man? A lot of these like, Sims, 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 how many followers on it? How many followers on Instagram does someone like Sims have? I'd have to probably a few, oh, oh, oh. few hundred thousand, maybe. Oh, what? Maybe. They're not going to download another app. Kanye tried that. No one done it. Respectfully, if Spotify and Apple Music have made things so simple to where if you decide not to put your music on here, a lot of the consumers ain't gonna be bothered to search for it. Even flipping the Black Star album on the Luminary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about that. Yeah. We, 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 we weren't trying to do that. Has any of us gone to look for it? I've got the album, no? Have you gone to listen to it? Did you, go on, listen to it yet? Did you go on Luminary? Nah. If it was there on Spotify now, if it was on Spotify, we Bill would have heard it by now. Mm. We would have had a conversation about it. Bro, most of shook your hand in Madrid and you didn't even buy his shit. Did you? Uh-uh. Did you? No, no, I, don't, I didn't want yeah. to buy it. I, I don't, I don't want to listen to Black Star in 2022. What? I'll be honest. That's a conversation. That's a conversation for another day. But um, yeah, I think because streaming is so easy now and it's very much the common thing now to where you don't have to buy anyone's album, you don't have to buy their merch, you don't have to do, it's all ease of access. We are so conditioned now to have that ease of access and have that like availability of, of music at our fingertips without even have to, having to do anything, not even having to lift up your card and you know put mm. your details in to buy something. Like that's just the way now. Like yeah. if you, it's almost to the point where if you don't follow that way, you're gonna get, you're gonna get left behind, yeah. sort of thing. So it's all well and good for Sims to do something like put her stuff on Bandcamp and all that stuff, which is what a lot of independent artists do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not going to reach an audience that would have been able to allow her to be able to go on a US tour, sort of thing. She might be making good money, but the exposure is also important as well. You got to balance that out as well. There are so many artists these days that have to have that social presence as well as making music in order to be relevant. Like have a TikTok, mm. be on Instagram, just be active in order to stay in the consciousness and stay in the zeitgeist. Mm. Sims isn't really that, even though she kind of is because she's got Top Boy and you know she's got a lot, of, a lot of different things going on, but it's still not the same sort of thing. So with her, 
And with a lot of artists, I don't think the direct consumer thing would be as effective. That's true. Personally. That is true. You have to have a, a really, really strong cult following. Which she kind of does, but she kind of doesn't. I don't think a lot of people follow. What do you think she meant when she was like, um, artists know your worth? Maybe someone tried to sign her, innit? And she wasn't going for it. Yeah, I, th- I think there was something in that. Yeah. Maybe. Like someone might have tried to sign her and she just, it wasn't worth what she felt like she's The worth. reason why I ask is because it's a weird thing to say like when you're m- announcing that you can't do your own tour because of your funds. But you know how, maybe, I, 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 sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I presume record labels are like leeches. The minute they hear something mm. like that, they're going to jump on her now. Mm. Especially with what we said about Sims. She's won so many awards. Mm. The minute you find out she can't now afford her tour, the record label will come and be like, right, we got you, we'll fly you out Well, maybe people have been offering so solutions to, for her yeah. to kind of Kind of not dumbed down, but kind of, but kind of stripped down her tour yeah. to the point where she didn't want to yeah. because it was it. It's not in line with what she wants to do artistically. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it was that. Maybe it's another meaning. Um, I kind of see that know your worth thing as like it's mad generic now because loads of artists use it. <laughs> so whenever I hear that, I'm just like, right, okay, all right, bro, I see what this is. It's real but, raps though, isn't it? Mm. It is real rap <laughs> for sure, and people need <laughs> to hear it. Yeah, people, people need to rap. hear it, but for someone who's in the know and knows how hard it is for independent artists to just exist. Saying that, it doesn't mean anything to me, but it means a lot to people who are actually listening and watching from afar sort of thing. How much impact do you think her going through that will have on other artists when they are deciding between being independent and signing? What a question. I think it comes down to each artist and how successful they, or where they, it just comes down to where they want to go. Yeah, because Yem said it was smoke and mirrors and a lot of artists that are independent probably wouldn't think that someone like a Sims would go through that. So from their perspective, they might be thinking, yo, mm. if Sims is going through Wait, that. depends though. Well, a lot of independent, independent are still got like side hustles. People still, they still work like, retail or whatever. Yeah. They still have office jobs and stuff. And it depends who you are. Look at Central C. Central C, I think he's independent, right? Mm, no, he's a plant. <laughs> every time this guy comes on <laughs> the show. Guy, every time this guy comes on the pod. My point is, if he is independent, I don't think he'll be looking at as that just because he has the help. type of music he makes. Yeah. He makes music so he's club everywhere. So he, he can help. sell out. He has help. I just think, for Sims, I just think it's honestly just the way the record labels are all set up to where stream, you don't get paid off streams. And, it's, it's just and if that's the majority of source of her income is from streams and there's nothing else. How do you expect It also depends on what you want out of music. I think like a lot of like rappers, especially, especially when they're young, they come into the game and they get a record deal. They look at that money as a quick come up and they take it and they run and they do whatever they want to do with it. For a lot of people, that's still very much appealing. And, you know, record labels are there to kind of satisfy that, and that's fine. Mm. For people who aren't that way inclined and value the independent grind, being able to, you know, own everything you do, own your publishing, all that good stuff, the independent grind is a lot more feasible, Mm. even though it's more tough, because at the end of the day, the reward Mm. is greater. And it's all about the journey. It's all about the journey to the destination rather than the actual quick, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And maybe this came one album too soon, you know? Maybe maybe she needed to make another. Sometimes I might be introvert and win a bag of new awards. That's a slap in the face though. Bro. No, 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 bro. It's just a moment of humility. If I'm playing devil's advocate, maybe it just came too soon because your fame in the UK doesn't necessarily equate to your fame abroad. Maybe she wanted to do this massive grand scale tour of the US when in reality, to Yemi's point, she needed to do something a little bit more stripped back for the first one, right? The first one doesn't have to be this big hoo-ha. Um, and one thing that's interesting to me as well is like tours get announced like months and months in advance. So it presumably tickets would have gone on sale early doors, right? And you would imagine that the ticket money would have contributed to the 
to the setup of the shows, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe, to my point about it being too soon, maybe they just didn't sell tickets. Maybe that was one of the reasons why they weren't able to get the show off the road that they wanted. Mm. So there is an element of, obviously my big speech is about buy fucking independent artist shit, right? Mm. That's the main thing that people need to take away from it as far as my opinion goes. But if I'm playing devil's advocate, Maybe it was too soon. And to that to that point, oh, I had to go America. Yeah. And to that point, like obviously he, she dropped Grey Area in 2019, and that put a lot of eyes on her, but not to the same level yeah, as like yeah, Simbi yeah. would have. This is the one. It, it kind of set yeah, her yeah, up, yeah. sort of thing. So maybe she did need a bit more time to be able to be able to do this sort of thing, or if she's not willing to strip it down or compromise in any way, then yeah, maybe you could have like chilled for a little bit and yeah, seeing what man. happened and then kind of generated a buzz a little bit more sort of thing. Yeah. I know she, she's been out in America. She performed, I think she performed on like Stephen Colbert or like the Tonight Show or mm. one of them once. I think she's done the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon's. Might have done, yeah, Jimmy Fallon's as well. So like there's consciousness yeah, there. Yeah, like even Dave. Dave is recently doing the North America tour, right? Mm. But they weren't big shows. Like, they, it, Drake as well. it was a small diminutive thing. Yeah, but I think that venue wasn't like a, wasn't a huge thing, right? Mm, yeah. And obviously he came out because he was in Canada, but like even Dave who is arguably much bigger than Sims, you know, right? Yeah. Like, even he has to say, look, my, my, you know, my plans for today are probably... Yeah. But do we know what she, what the venues were? No, nah, no. Nah, do you know, know what I mean? So in yeah. her defense, it might, she might not yeah. have tried something big yeah. and it just didn't work. Maybe. And unfortunately, that's just... The yeah, I mean, it's either that or like the length of time she was trying to be out there. Where mm. did she go from here though? Where did she go from here? Back to the drawing board, I guess. Like, she's just going to continue doing what she wants, to, what she's going to do. Um, like she said, herself she, more time. yeah, exactly. She's, she's still in the lab. She's still creating. She's still making music and stuff. So I think the next drop is going to be important as well for being able to open her up to that audience a lot more. And I feel like this story is kind of like the story generally of UK artists trying to go to America. Mm. Like it's very much like you have to be somebody mm. in order to get there. Or have People, a huge cosign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. Skepta who had, who had cosigns. Mm. You can't really say he broke it that like much. Him, yeah. You can't really say it. And that's Skepta. Dave is only now going to North America, sort of thing. I think Stormzy's the only one I know that does that done show shows out there. Even even Chip struggled. This guy yeah. was signed to America. Like. I, mean, Chip, TI, I mean, Chip was always. I think Burner Burner Boy was obviously not a UK rapper, but Burner Boy did Madison Square Garden, but it was like the smaller room, and he is a global superstar. Like, mm. so it's there's some, there's something about us? that US yeah, market where you got to be. It's a beast, man. You got to be one of the ones, mm. and it's gonna take a little while. Mm. So maybe it came I, too soon for her. I, no, but I do think she could do little shows out there. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? So it just comes down to the venue she picks. Yeah, like managing your own expectations and that, right? Like, But it's going to take us a while for us to go out there regular. I just hope it doesn't dishearten her, right? Like she she still has a lot to offer. Um, I think she knows. On multiple fronts, does. right? Like we got, we know we got another season of Top Boy to come, at least. Um, we know that she's going to make new music, hopefully. Maybe the stars will align us slightly differently uh, next time. Um, yeah. 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 Final thoughts? If any. Yeah. Like, support independent. Support. It's a sad story, we're man. Like, it's, it's deflating. But yeah, it's deflating. Yeah, exactly. that's, the, that's the best way to use it. Because nobody wants to see anybody go through that, whether you like the artist or not. And this is someone that who has grinded for the longest. I remember listening to one of her songs in like 2014, and that's when I discovered her. And she's been grinding since then. So for this to happen when she's like, her fame is crystallizing in a sense, very disheartening. Very, mm. very, very, um, very deflating mm. but you know sims like whatever you decide to do we definitely support it um you'll get to the us very very soon and it'll be you'll be all the better for it because yeah, you would have yeah you would have learned this you would have learned this lesson it might have been a harsh lesson but you would have learned it and you would have strategized and 
you know, come back better for the next time. So salute to Sims. Hey, but she's one of the goats. There you go. I hear that. I was going to say a really bad joke. No, go through. Go through. She's out of pocket. Don't encourage that. Don't, don't touch me. Really. I love Sims. <laughs> Don't touch Pete, me. I can't in. join in. No, don't join in. She had a pack. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sims. That was a perfect link as well. That was, that was amazing. That was, that was awful. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on now to the final topic, mm. and we are running a topic back. Mm. So, way back in episode three, quite controversially, we did a topic. What London area has produced the best MCs? Um... Very, 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 very heated. Um, it got to a point where two of us in the room, I won't say who, but not me, um, <laughs> were going to swing at each other at any given point. Um, but we decided now to, uh, as it's now 2022 and now it's 2019, we're going to run it back for the 2022 edition. So we're going to go through North, East, South and West. Yeah, you've answered my question. And we are going to decipher who has produced the best MCs. And if we've got a bit of time in the end, we'll go for the specific, specific area as well, which is what Mo's been harping on about. Area is very, uh, very, very evident. Should we just like start off by saying that there's the West ain't nothing to talk about? No, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, like the, the West see, is. Like, shout out to West is AJ Tracy, Big, and Central C as Big well. Big Zoo, like, Fredo, Central yeah, C, and yeah, Diggity. Yeah, nah, nah, let's move Can on. I just finish their names? Yeah, I don't even finish it. Top four. All right, cool, fine. Shout out to those guys. I'll go to Northwest before I go West. Oh, Diggity's on that list? Diggity's on that list. Let's be nicer, innit? That's why. Why? Oh, shut up, man. Yeah, man. I don't <laughs> even know why I said that. I, didn't oh, know. I, did. I don't fuck with your lies, bro. <laughs> bro, me neither, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, nah, man, nah. Man. He makes good music. London bro, too small for that. Yeah, he makes, he makes cool music me. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right, respectfully, let's move yeah, yeah, yeah. west. All right, cool. All the way out of the way. All, all right, way. Pete, we'll start with you. Yeah. If I'm being biased, then I'm going to say South, isn't it? <laughs> you said that again. Yeah, you, said, yeah, you yeah. did that. And I'm, the reason why I'm going to say South is because we got gigs. Mm. They, mm. Can we just hear him say we? Yeah, we. Novelist, Young's Tef, Stormzy, Dot Rotten, P Money. Roadside G's, Captain uh, Conan, So Solid, Shabo, Tiny Temper. So Solid from South? Yeah. Bruv. You know that. Apologies. You know what I mean? So if I'm being biased, Probably I'm going to say Northwest South, innit? But objectively, I'm going to say East. Okay. I don't, I don't Do you want to run from East? Yeah, East. East have got Kano, Getz, Dizzy, Tinchy Strider in the Rough Squad, Wiley, Merkston, DW. Is this like an overall list or is this an, a list of active rappers, please? Jay Huss. This is an overall list. <laughs> okay. Man drew for the Tinchy Strider. I was like, what? Don't do that. He's the last studio. time I saw him was on Celebrity no, he's Big in Brother. The, he's in the he's, studio. He's a legend. He's in the studio. He's cooking. Tinchy's a legend. He's cooking. <laughs> You say he's cooking. Oh, he's, he's cooking. He's cooking. I saw a picture of him in the, the studio. The album they've all been waiting for. What's he cooking? Something. I'll throw my hat your head. Don't tell me. You still vibe to underground, man. Yo, that's huh? fucking fire. There that's you a go, classic, man. Yo. There you go. Let me break man. it. Man, I'm gonna show you how we do it on underground. underground. Yeah, that was a banger. Harmonies, bro. Dum, dum, so you said east. Dum, dum. Huh? East, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying east, man. I feel you, bro. I actually love Tinchy. To be fair. Who's gonna go hey. next? So, Pete mentioned quite a few, which I quite liked um, in the south. I'm gonna add Russ Millions. He's mm. from, he's from Deptford. Uh, I'm gonna add. Ty, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Uh, Loyal Kana wasn't mentioned. Mm. Uh, you did mention Stormzy, Krebs and Kona, and Dave Young's Teflon. Mm. But what I also want to do is make a shout out. You mentioned a couple of them. I want to make a shout out for the women. Mm. Turns out the biggest women in the game are all from Southeast as well. And for Talk that well. very reason, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm not shitting on my people. And with that, I mean Shaibo, Darko, uh, Darku, Darko, Dark, um, Darko. 
the Miss Banks and any are all from South East London. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think South Singapore, I think Singapore, London. Singapore, all of them, but what do I know? So, yeah. for that very reason, Should I'm going to say South. Yeah, obviously, notably, obviously, it's important to add that North are fantastic. You've got Sims, you've got Akala, Ocean Wisdom, you've got Nux, Skepta, mm. Chip, Tion Wayne, Heady, Nines, Unknown T. And an MC who doesn't quite get enough respect from North London. Might be a slight postcode thing, but I think you should claim him. KSI. <laughs> Are you actually rocking it? Because I was with you. Is KSI from North? Is KSI even... I thought it was from like Peterborough, Peterborough or something. Is KSI like the black boxer? And he's technically from Watford, but... Ain't he the oh, gamer? Okay. He, whatever he is, bro. He's, he don't yeah. count him. KSI the gamer. Technically. Technically. You know who writes... You not heard and KSI's... I, you. I looked at you in your eye. You ain't got KSI's buzz. Cause. You ain't heard him. You know who, you know who writes his if buzz? If you take life, you recite KSI, KSI. right now. <laughs> Do you know who writes his buzz? KSI. God. Who? Sway. What? Sway writes his buzz. Oh, Sway? Sway is his ghostwriter. Mazzaline. Yeah. How'd you know? Rumblings. That's crazy. Sorry from North. Rumblings. Are you going to claim him or not? Of KSI? Yeah. There's no chance. Why? From There's, no chance. There's no chance. That's rude. I think he's from Woodgreen. There's no chance. He's from Watford. No, it's why. Uh, Sway. Oh. Sway's from North, isn't he? Yeah, Sway's from... I, I believe I Woodgreen. I think so, yeah. I believe yeah, 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 Woodgreen. Yeah, yeah. I believe so I'm, I'm sticking to South on this. I think we're doing things. We're definitely doing things. You lot have the bigger numbers. I think we've got the better rappers. When you look at the chipmunks, the wretches... It depends on how you want to look at it. If you're looking at it for heritage... Yes. Then maybe not. Even though we've got hella heritage. We've got the active ones though. You lot got, and the, we've active got the active ones, ones. but I'm saying per just for rapping, when you put pen to paper, we've got the best rappers. Mm. Who are the yeah, best? You who, 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 no, you don't. Who, what do you say? Well, who we, are they? Kane, Kano Kano alone is taking out North. Kano's not Kano's not taking out Rich. Yes, he is. Uh, in, uh, he absolutely is. He's from East as well. In his sleep? South, right? We didn't mention huh? um I said East. Alright, cool. You said East. What are you saying? The most famous East I, London rapper we didn't mention as well. Who's that Wiley? Twenty one Savage. I've got I've, I had him on my list. What are we doing? I've got him on my list. I've got him on my list. I've got him on my list. This guy's from Bankhead and you want to give me East London. He's from, uh, he's from Newham. He's from Newham. Is he really? Yeah. He don't count. He's We're not Newham. about to count him, bro. Because therefore, where's Slick Rick from? He's born and raised in Newham. Slick Rick's from... Uh, he's from South, actually. Then he became an Atlanta blood. Came yeah, back to London at 12 born in for Newham. a funeral, but then went back. Why you, you know this? You vibe out to 21 Savage? Research. I'm not giving you 21 Savage, by the way. I'm not. You. I'm not. For me, it's East. Um, okay. Simply for Dizzy, D Double, Kano, Getz. I mean, if you want to add Tinchy there, cool. J Huss, um, Rough Squad, Koji Radical, Pot of Paper, Unknown T. Bro, that's not over Hoxton. Heady, Tion. He's from Hoxton? Yeah. Wow, people are from Hoxton. He's standing north. By the way, Hoxton's standing north. Is it? Hoxton's slightly north. It's a big Slightly east though as well, right? It's actually slightly north. I think it's east. Like Dalston, Hoxton is I mean, he says he's from, he claims east. All right, then he can go to hell. Oh, wow, okay. Should I take that back? Actually, I don't know why I said that. I mean, east has also got range as well, because obviously you've got Jay Harsh, you've got Kojo Funds, you've got Young Bane as well, got Max Star, got Trim. Max Star. Trim. You say Max Trim. You know who Max had beef with? They call me Trim when I'm here. Yeah, you said that. You said that on episode three as well. Max was hard. Yeah, double S Wash. Mostack as well. He's from Wood Green. Most that? Most that's from Wood Green. I thought he was from East. Nah, he's from North. He's from Wood Green. Oh, fair Look how you try to pinch people. For your criminal. I'm saying North wins and it's not very close. Why are you not claiming KSI? What did you say? Why are you not claiming KSI? Why are we still on KSI? Because like, the way you just claim my man, Mostag, like, why didn't you give that we're love not, to we're KSI? Let's not do that. We're not about to compare Mostag to Let's respect Mostag, fam. I know, man. KSI did them numbers, bruv. KSI's doing my numbers. Song, bro. Yeah, but can you name me a KSI song? None of us can. Lamborghini. There's no way a song's called You're disgusting. Hey, man. I used to watch his, his, his YouTube set. I'm still going with North. When you've got a Carla, Sims, Wretch, Scorcher, I'm always going to ride with the best rappers. And Wretch is in everyone's top three. 
No, he's not. Top five. Who's absolutely if we're talking not. If Wretch should be in your top three. Nope. If not, it's clearly bias. Give me three rappers that better than Wretch. Kano gets Wiley. Wiley's not a better rapper than Wretch. Wiley's not better than Wretch, bro. What are we doing here? Wiley's not better. See, you're even smiling because you can't hold it in. You're even smiling. Kano gets. Your lips move. Kano gets Sims. Okay, Sims is from North. I'll take that. I don't know if Sims is better than Wretch, bro. But my point, okay, I don't cool. think Wretch. I, I don't Sims. really. I think Wiley's pen has slept on. I've decided I don't really rate Wretch that much, to be I'll, honest with you. Wow. Wiley's pen has slept on. And I feel like it's because of Wiley's pen has slept on. Wiley's not a better rapper than Wretch, bro. We're not about to lie like that. We're not about to lie like that. It's not a lie, though. What, that re- Wiley can rap better than Wretch? It's Rich? not wild. It's not a wild thing. It's a wild, wild, wild thing. It's not a wild thing. It's not a wild thing. If we're being honest here, football wise, you mean I compare Morientes oh, to Prime Fernando Torres? Stop it! Stop no, it! Stop it! Stop it! Okay, cool. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You know who? You know who Wiley is? Who was that guy? You remember Luis Garcia? Yeah. That's who Wiley is. If you want to compare him to Rich, oh, stop yeah. it. And you know who Rich is? Javier Alonso. Stop it. Remember Luis Garcia will give you one two goals. Stop it. And he'll gas you man in the Champions League. Stop doing that. We're not about to compare the two. Stop doing that. I think personally we've got three. How the mighty have fallen. I think how people are talking about Wiley now. I think when you've got arguably the goal is Skepta, arguably the mad revisionist, isn't it? Arguably the goal is Rich. You've got arguably the female goal in Sims. But what are we what talking we about here? when you say Skepta? Because Skepta isn't... Okay, look, Skepta let me not. has let me to be not, top five. Skepta has rapper. to be top five. Skepta has to be top five. We're just aware. When, like you said with Jay-Z, when you encompass everything, Skepta has to be... But we're talking about bars here, right? We're talking about bars here, right? You can't put Skepta in the same league as any of these though? people. I thought we were. Then you're not about to give yourself. KSI, bro. You're not about to tell me South can rap like that. How many rappers rappers South have? How many rappers rappers do South have? Bro, Dot Run and P-Money are clearing a lot of Black Twang. Young Teflon. Blade Brown. Okay, Blade Brown was my guy. I mean, Black Twang, Roots Maneuver. Black, how far back are we going? Because Joel Black was nice. Blade Brown was nice, though. Not better than Joel Black. He was not nicer than Joel Black. Where's Why English Frank from? English Frank? <laughs> yeah. Why are you just... Why did you just... <laughs> Where's he from? Okay, but... He sounds like he might have been from East or something. I'm sticking with Big North, Chess was from and South. And we Bang. double it down, Yemi, what I'm saying is if we double it down and we want to go even smaller... What's wrong with you? Dave can bar. My point is, what I'm saying is, I'm saying North, but if we want to double down and just pick a postcode. Are we all voting? Novelist can Because we're not, we're not getting into the single. Does that make sense? We're not really getting into the actual artists. We're not supposed to be getting no, into bars. the actual artists, right? Purely just bars. No, no, what I'm saying is we're meant to be getting into like the collective ends, right? The collective part of Yeah. If we're talking just a part of How are we going to do this? We're going to vote or what? Then Tottenham wins to me. You can't give me a fair area. I'm going east. I'll say east. So Tottenham's fighting the whole of east. Look at, look at so life. you could go south and draw this thing. You could tie this for me. I'm going north. Okay, I guess the I'm always so East wins. I guess the East won then. East, East wins. wins. But when I'm talking about a postcode, what postcode brings out the you best You keep rapper? saying that. It's N17 to N15. I don't think that's as much a debate nah. for the mainstream as it is in your nah. head, buddy. In my head, by the way, that's <laughs> the debate. Like, that's the debate in my head. No one's like, Where, which postcode? No, yeah, it's E3. Daniel, it's E3. No, I'm every calling Drake's. I'm calling my tag team partner. Drake's. Bro, E3, E3, is, E3, has to yeah, be E3. What'd you say? E3 has to be the most significant postcode in, in, in rap. That's no, the same is. thing. That's the same thing. Name how many people come from E3. Wiley, Rough Squad, Tinchy, uh, Dizzy. Dizzy, okay, now compa- how could now I forget? Compare that to Tottenham. Who's coming out? Like Skeptar, Jamie, Skeptar, Jamie, Jamie Rich, oh, Don't dare you, don't Rich. dare say double S. I didn't say double S, I said Rich. <laughs> I said Rich. Now you're, you're done. Yeah, go on. Akala. He's not from Tottenham. He's not from Tottenham. I'm talking back, I'm talking back. You're claiming, bro, revision is. You're trying to pinch now, aren't you? I was trying to pinch, but I still think he's one of the best rappers. So but it's like we said in the last episode, if you put the best from East against the best, or the best from like Bow or whatever, against the best from Tottenham, or was it the best from East or the best in North? The best Bow and Tottenham, I believe it was last episode. And I think it was East and North. And I think we both said East um, in terms of like the best four, in terms of bars, because you can't put Skepta in there. He's not yeah. up there. You know, I've got South ahead of East. Don't let Slicks and for the guy like Spin, man. I would have South ahead of East. I would have no, Skepta's nice. Yo, though, I would generally have North, South and then East in my ranking. 
I've got South second. Fair enough. The amount of rappers that you reeled off from South is ridiculous behaviour. You might have got the new crop as well, innit? Mm. Yeah, I think North and South can be yeah. joint second yeah, yeah. for me. But when you're talking about holding the on his back, that was North London. For Man, me. I love how you cape for your end in that, bro. So bro. It's just, you're just letting. I'd tell the truth. I'm bias. surrounded by you people. Don't tell the I truth. Do I'm taking a page out of Drake's book, though. Newham needs to be said. Twenty One Savage. Kano gets Twenty One Savage. Stop uh, saying Twenty One Savage. Jhas. Jhas. Newham. Crazy. Crazy Titch. I've let this run for like five, six months, like five, six minutes. Let's stop that. He's from Newham. You say Crazy Titch. Yeah. I say Crazy. He's got a new single along. No. <laughs> classic. Classic <laughs> rhythm. Please. Yo, putting Crazy Titch on that list is wild, isn't it? I'm just saying. He's from there. <laughs> we let Yemi get away with a lot. Of I'm shit. just saying. He's got a new Yo, single I'm just saying. We let this boy. You don't know. You don't know. You don't really. You don't really. But it's cool. Anyway. Listen, I can see you from you, there. You can see me. Well, I literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> say I'm 21 Savage and I can't say Crazy Titch. I said, say my name, Crazy T. Yuck. No, man. But yuck. I mean, 21's got a catalogue, like. We're going to stop saying 21. You're not about to give me a lot. <laughs> he's not from He's not from East London. The brother is Atlanta born and bred, fam. He's not born at that. That's not true. Hey, man, we're not about to claim. Uh, he's not. We're, we're going to Google after. Well, we're not claiming him. That's my not point true. is, we can't Google. claim him in this debate. You can. Actually, not really. You kind of can. I fool you, though. How is this fair? Google UK rappers and that little bit with the pictures, he comes up. No, yeah, he actually does. What does that mean? That he's We're from, not from claiming him. him oh, so he was here until when? Google's a liar now. We're not. What did he say? He was here for a Google while as well. Now. Is that what you're saying? I mean, Google can lie. He was here for a while as well. Oh, jeez. So what's the moral of the story, guys? I guess East won. East won, isn't it? East has won this time. East won. Uh, I've been la- special I've been shout last out to the we women of South. Last time we said North. Yeah, we said North. Yeah. 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 Special shout out to the women of South. Yeah, special shout out. Running shit. Big up Shabo. Darko. Yeah. Any. Don't know. Miss Banks. Yeah, yeah. Are we just shouting out people? Probably a few others as well. Just the women. That I can't hey, even think of. Oh my God. <laughs> keep that in. You're not about to keep that in. Absolutely keep You're that in. You're not about to keep that in. Keep that in. Wow. So this no is one knows who Pocket Rocket is. Keep it in, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Pocket Rocket. I mean, that can only mean one thing, innit? But we move. Actually, you're going to keep it in. Keep it in, man. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We're going to wrap up there. Um, <laughs> it's, been an, it's, been, it's been an amazing episode. <laughs> Definitely one for the books, an unprecedented one. Yeah. And it's all could, unprecedented. couldn't have happened without our special guest. Hey, man. Hey, thank man. you for coming hey, in. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Big up, big up, big up. Everybody, listen to the Discord and Terribly podcast as well. If you, you like. I mean? if, if you like, you know what I mean? You get a nice slice of pretty much everything. I swear to yeah. 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 Pretty much every Politics, culture, you know, obscene takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Special guests, Don't up know. the yin yang and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah man. No, I like Very that. much a nice little plug for me. Thank you. Hey, man, I try my best. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys are doing something magical here still. Hey, man. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate Drake's as well, as always, behind Drake's. the camera. Love to you, Man bro. Like. Boys, any shout outs before we take the people out? Clear your soul. And Nux, man. Big up Nux yeah. for a great album, man. 100%. 100%. 100%. Kendrick as well. Kendrick Lamar, Duckworth, Oklahoma. Kendrick Lamar, Duckworth, Oklahoma. Yeah. Hakeem Carter as well, baby Keem. Hakeem. Hakeem. However you pronounce it. Salute to all of you. And salute to everyone involved in that album as well. But yes, we're going to sign off for now. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rhymes Like Dines Podcast. Like the album. He's natural like savior. Album. Like, 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 like <laughs> I mean, we pod, but we're not your savior. Yemi knows so all the social like, media links, but he is he's not your savior. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, please follow us on all the socials. We are on at Rhymes Dines Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on YouTube, Rhymes Like Dines Podcast. Hit that bell so you're notified every time we drop mm. something new. Mm. 
And yeah, you'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. But until yeah. then, Salute. stay blessed. Up, stay, stay blessed. Support local. Support local. Support independent. Stay highly favoured. Stay black, less than highly favoured. I mean, some of us aren't black. Some of them aren't black. But we move. <laughs> this outro has been atrocious. But it's all good. <laughs> and peace. Big up. <laughs>